cliffcentral.com Yo, I put it like wow, this that sound These folks don't work hard like me, I hope they know by now Bayo bam, stand my ground Throw these money trees, go overseas like Percy Tao I'll make sure you stay around Quiet when I'm under loud No negatives allowed, me positivity took a vow I always play to win don't anticipate loss. Mind always in the clown, my boy. Never think about the drop. Never, ever, ever think about the drop. Welcome to the sports fans. It is Monday. Cristiano Ronaldo's back. He's diving. He's doing it. He's all action. Man United, they're packing it in. This is the television I'm here for. Uh, West Ham. Uh, I mean, are you kidding me? That is box office. That is the height of box office. Speaking of box office, I'm joined by two handsome gentlemen, starting off with Senzo Tebe. Uh, how are you doing, Paul, in a roadman jumpsuit? <laughs> I'm all right, bro. Wearing the roadman uniform there, grey gray bottoms, grey top. Oh, you, Only thing is, missing is slops with socks. What are you saying? Uh, why are you saying gray, gray, um, gray, uh, jumpsuit? You know, the roadman uh, uniform uh, you're, is... You're, di- um, you're diabolical. Top matching pants, right? So, so uh, my man... Uh, What's it? Who, who's the guy who did the... Rocky. Yeah, Rocky is a person. He did do it. But the, but he, he, it's swag, though. No, it is. The guy, but guys are doing it now. Um, who's uh, Mike, What's Michael Dapper's rapper character name? Michael Dapper. Uh, Michael Dapper, the British comedian who did, who did The Man's Not Hot. Oh, yes, that guy. So he takes it to the limit. So Roadman, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the Roadman suit. Is You've got to have matching top, matching bottoms tracksuit, socks, but slops. So uh, yeah. all you're missing is the slops, but you've got the beanie, you've got the whole thing, and you're looking good. How did the weekend go? Just to clarify, Ronaldo wasn't diving. He got, he got, he got hacked twice. Hacked? Twice. <laughs> he got hacked twice. Those are both penalties, and you know it. I don't know it. Oh, you're, 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 you're unbelievable. Next to him, a Manchester United fan, never known, uh, I, and I can, I can already imagine what's coming. Uh, Brad Phillips, former f- uh, professional footballer, exercise physiologist. Thank you for getting right this time. And uh, yeah, a man who tried to uh, rip my groins from my legs yesterday. Uh, I didn't use my hands. Yeah. So no, to be clear, his hands were not on my groin. Even if they were. Even in my pocket. Maybe that's how you guys roll. See what's your. No, but it's, it's, not, it's not called rolling, it's called wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, well, you, 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 you're very quick to get defensive. No, no, I just. Listen, I, I, I just want to be clear that his hands weren't on my groin. Even if they were. What would you say about that? Are you, are you open to that? Hey, bro, if, if, if you're enjoying yourself, then go ahead. Are you open to it, though? Yeah, I'm open to it. Well, so you keep Brad, right. get his hands on your groin? Yeah, if he wants to. No, it's, if it's good for me. What do you say? It's getting huh? nasty. I said if it's good for me. Yeah. So that should tell you everything. So you like that caressing touch of a man's hands on the groin. Since it's David, his breakfast, his lunch, his supper. And maybe mine as well. By the way, I want to be open to it. Brad, uh, Christian Ronaldo, diving. So, in the words of Michael Owen... <laughs> 20% on the first one yeah, okay. 30% on the second one It's all rubbish yeah. um, I'd say that the first one was definite mm. Where the guy drove his knee into Ronaldo's knee um, The one where the guy blew Ronaldo over in the second one Definitely not <laughs> uh, You know, he's box office Because yeah. no matter what he does There's no winning if you at that level Like le- at legendary level Anything he does is absolutely a dive or the refs, the worst human alive. There, there's no like, ooh, football's a complicated sport. Was he on the way down? Sometimes, you, you know, in football is like, I think the one where he goes over him, why they don't give it is, 
sometimes the contact is because Ronaldo's actually looking to avoid the contact. He's not... And um, I think, uh, what's the name? Soufal is mm-hmm. probably not doing the hack thing. Is That's where I am, and I'm trying to do the pull-out thing. Sometimes in football, it's just a contact sport. Yeah. You know, and so I can see why they didn't give it the, yeah, on the second one. I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo, maybe the most powerful football in the world. Oh my God. But he's, th- this is what happens, right? Mm-hmm. When you're a legend. And so Man United are destined to win the league now because if Ronaldo is getting those sorts of controversial penalties, you're bound to get what? 15. You know, I was hoping, he, I was hoping you'd get it. You know why? Because have you guys had a penalty since Ronaldo arrived? Yeah. No. I need to you see, want to who, see who takes it. Yeah, I want to see what the him and Bruno. But you all know. But you, but you know who's going to take it. Bruno. Hell no. Ronaldo steps up. Oh, who, who, who decides one 0 at Liverpool? Ninetieth minute penalty. Ronaldo. Ronaldo. <laughs> come on, come on. You, you know, you know this though. <laughs> I don't know anything. No, but you know this though. I don't know anything. Bruno should take it though. He's a better penalty taker. No, but Ronaldo will take it. I saw a situation at PSG, and I don't think Man United fans are ready for this conversation. I saw it happen live. Like it's like. Okay, Cavani's the penalty taker. We all knew that. And then Neymar, what did Neymar do? So I want to see now Bruno, because it's easy when you're talking about it. Everyone's cool when you're talking about One nil down, Liverpool. So awkward. Yeah, Liverpool. It's one nil down. The crowd's going you know, wild. Okay, I, I hear what you're saying, but do not also makes it easier if it's a Ronaldo wins it, right? He's definitely going to say, bro, step aside. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. He's like the, the big brother in Portugal. Yeah, of uh, course. Yeah. going to say, come on, boy. I'll be this gone in a year and he's going to be like Kanye West I've been doing this more than you <laughs> Brad good to have you Senzo good to have you Likewise, um, as I do every Monday I'll tell you where I was right where I was wrong we'll get in some social media and a hero of mine um, not you Brad that's a lot yeah well <laughs> there you have it uh, oh, Robin Owen who uh, is married to Michael Owen not that Michael Owen but really is married to Michael Owen in fact Michael Owen's married to Robin Owen that's the reality of this as one of my heroes she is I've always said the toughest female athlete in the world, a real hero of mine. She is insane. If you don't know who Robin Owen is, uh, take the time in the break to Google her because she is for real, for real. So uh, we'll have a few athletes uh, that are competing in the Otter African Trail Run uh, in about a month's time, three weeks now. And then uh, the EPL will go over all the results, etc. Brad's with us for the first hour. Senzo's here. I'm here. Uh, the boys in the back are here. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the MKT Show. Let's get things underway. CliffCentral.com If you can't be good, be lucky. The Ole Gunnar Solskjaer guide to football management. <laughs> um, no, it wasn't lucky. I mean, that was a game we dominated. I know people get upset when you win games or things happen in the last minute and go, oh, lucky. It's like you're allowed to play till that end. Um, I'll be the first one to say United uh, were lucky on something. I don't think they were yesterday. They got what they deserved. Should have had two, at least one penalty. At least you got to say one. Uh, hit the post. Uh, David De Gea, goalkeeper who never saves penalties, saving a penalty. You gotta love, you gotta love David Moyes. What is he thinking? Why do you do that? Why do you do that in the last minute? Uh, but that's why United's box office was the biggest show on earth. We don't want this efficient Liverpool win at a canter, Chelsea dismantle like a relatively big side. No. Who needs that? Who needs that in their life? 
as I get older, I realize heart health is important. I realize stress levels, cholesterol, all those things. I got to start looking after them. And then I can't support a team like this. I can't. I need mid-table mediocrity. I need wolves. This is what I need in my life. Nothing really good happens. Nothing really bad happens. It's never that interesting. I think I'm going to transition to wolves. This is what I'm saying. Uh, I think I think that's where I'm going. Wolves. Wolves for me. Because Solskjaer is going to put me in my grave. Those are the words of a man called Paulo Diaz. It's, it's incredible stuff. The, the guy's swag game is unbelievable. Even his earphones are, are, are awesome. Great bomber jacket there, by the way. It, it is a spring in Africa as well. Paulo does things his own way. There is no way you should be wearing a bomber jacket in Africa, uh, commenting about Cristiano and all that like that. But <laughs> if you can't be lucky, or if you can't be good, be lucky. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I mean, guys, we might as well get into that whole thing. Uh, whew, that... Um, that first half was a bit hairy, hey? Like, West Ham were kind of mm. doing things there. Mm. If they had Antonio, if, if, if... Ugh, I was watching that, I was like, man, United, what's going on here? But you see, you can't say if, if, if. Yeah. Is if he Ronaldo, Portuguese? If, if, yes. Yeah. He is. Big well, time. he went from one Portuguese team to the other. Yeah, exactly. So he the wolves. Exactly. No, well, he'll, he naturally... So, Paulo can't stand it when Portuguese people do well, by the way. I don't know, it's one of those things. Like, as soon as Portuguese people do well... It, it goes. I think there's something in him, you know. That so he's delighted uh, when wolves are, are are getting beaten or whatever. So he's got his own stuff to deal with. But um, yeah, I mean, Man United box office. It's the way to do it, you know. <laughs> so now you do have. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. What did you say there? <laughs> I mean, you do have Portuguese people in your life. You are, of course, you played football in uh, at Robertson. For those who don't know, in South Africa, Robertson is. It's the club you want to play for. It's the club no one else likes. And it is, it is the place where... It is the breeding ground of... A, certainly in the, what we used to call Southern Transvaal back in our day. 100%. It's certainly one of the breeding grounds for, for those guys. Because you're brought up in a part of town that... Hey, uh, listen, there's no messing around there. Is you will get punched in the face. Yeah, that usually you need tattoos and big muscles to be indoctrinated. <laughs> no, it's... Crazy, but there's a big Portuguese influence in that part of town as well. So it's odd me being from there yeah. and not being Portuguese. But I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, no, no, no. I would say Diaz, Paulo, Diaz. That's like yeah, John Smith. Or Mohammed Hussein. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's about as Portuguese as it gets. And he, 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 he went full Portuguese on Friday, old Paulo. Did oh, he, yeah, with the chain. Yeah, deep. Did he chain. also get a monobra? <laughs> no, you went okay. You went eighty-five percent Portuguese, um, and you because you're Portuguese adjacent. I believe the woman Indeed. who has chosen you uh, to hang around for a little bit, also known as a partner in life, she's Portuguese. One hundred percent. Yeah. So you, you, yesterday there was a little bit of talk. We were at the gym, and I pointed out that holding the guns. Yeah, he's he's Portuguese. Well, no, it's suffering, but he, he's Portuguese adjacent. Brad, um, he's not Portuguese. So CR seven though, Brad. Hey. Different level. I just wish he was the ugly CR7 so I could take him seriously. The guy from 15 years ago. Yeah. This guy's diving and he's still making it look pretty. Yeah. You see, <laughs> 40 times. 
he's a legend. He just of the flaps game. those little hands. Have you seen how small his hands are? Does he have small hands? Bro, the smallest, hands. smallest no, but hands. He's got terrible fingers because he, he bites his nails. Literally like this. Like he's cabbage, got a paw. They call yeah. them pe- uh, cabbage picking hands. Yeah. yeah, literally a little paw. Cute. So he's not perfect. No. But although with the amount of money he has, he could probably get what? Does he need the, the palm to grow or is it the fingers? Because he could it's just the get the fingers. It's the collective, the whole thing. The whole thing doesn't look great. So maybe he just chops his hands off, get a new hand. Yeah. Just, you could pay for that. He could do it. He's got the money. Money is not an. It's, it's not, it's not, money ain't the issue. As they say. Small hands, huh? Cristiano he's, Ronaldo. He's super odd, man. Someone six foot two. <laughs> you, you, you know whose hands he needs? He needs um, Michelle Obama's hands. She's got huge hands. Michael Jordan has huge hands. No, but uh, have you seen Michelle Obama's hands? Have you hands? seen Michael Jordan's hands? Well, he's a dude. He's 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, but... He's 6'6". Six, six. I'll find a photo of Michael Jordan and I'll show you what... I, LeBron, like, everything's proportional. Michael Jordan has oddly big hands. Have you seen him hold a basketball? Like, what that well, looks he's 6'6". Six, six. Yes, I get that. But, like, have you seen him hold... Michelle Obama's a tiny woman. She's got, like... I don't know, like, uh, you know those supporter hands when you go to a baseball game? Her hands are massive. That's, That's what Ronaldo needs is, you can't really say that because everyone thinks uh, Obama, the Obama family are, are like Jesus Christ adjacent, right? Like, 100%. Uh, like whatever, they're politicians, who cares? Huge hands, huge hands. So Ronaldo should do, did you ever see the movie, uh, was it Face Swap? What, what, what is face, it? Off. face Off. Face Off. With John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. It should be a handoff. Yeah. It should be a handoff, but not like rugby, where Michelle Obama gets maybe... I don't know, Cristiano Ronaldo's... Well, I think it'd be fair to... I mean, Bro, Michelle Obama's 1.8, dude. That's me. That's tiny. For a lady. Yeah, that's tiny. I'm so sorry. No, uh, I'm let me sure tell you something. I was, at, I was in Sweden, all right? The under-16 Swedish like club teams, girls' teams, the shortest person was my height. We, we were a tiny country, South Africa. Michelle Obama is a black woman. Big hands. BB. Big black Hands. BBB. BB. Oh, H. H. What the hell? Sorry. Big black hands. <laughs> she has massive hands, this Michelle Obama. Shout out to her. So, Cristiano Ronaldo, small hands, perfect life, though. Oh, man. I mean, is he doing Imagine. it or what? Have you seen his missus? <laughs> so that's sort of my response. What's her name again? Oh, Jordina Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Now, that's what? South American? She's from Argentina, yes. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna happen. I know. For those who haven't been to Argentina, Buenos Aires. Oh, my goodness. Georgina Rodriguez. Top five. I mean, only top by in terms of good-looking women. Uh, the Czech Republic. Uh, you, you've really? never seen anything like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah uh, the, but Stockholm is. You're not the first to say that. People no. are like, nah. Somebody, said, my friend went there and he said he almost broke broke his neck from doing around all the I time. went. I went for lunch in a town square. Bought like a sandwich or whatever. Right in Prague. I ended up staying there for five hours without knowing and my neck was sore from just like my head turning no that that ha- I'm, i am not exaggerating that's prague but nothing stockholm but buenos aires very it's, it's definitely looking issue. it's looking to be so. um, i don't know i like no, ba- baltic watching. baltic scandinavian yeah. you got me south american not really my thing it's fiery. You don't like the bash. Yeah, I like consistent like temperament yeah that, that temperament the volatile temperament which is true by the way now, Brad, you, you can't say it, obviously, for your own safety. I know you, you do have to, yeah, don't say anything. But there is, the Latin temperament thing is true. I've played in that world. No, thank you. Not again. Friends, yes. Football, yes. Marriage, no way. So you couldn't, <laughs> so you couldn't be with a woman like Sofia Vergara? 
I, I mean, there is a payoff there. I mean, she's incredibly good looking, but you, you mean the character that's been kind of shown, the Colombian... <laughs> yeah, so, so you see how she is on Modern Family? I don't know how she is in reality, because yeah. you know, I've never hung out with her. Yeah. So, but like... Would you, Shouting would you all over the place. Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> is it too much for you? I can't do it. I can't do that aggressive partner thing. Like, there's no need. I'm old now. You don't need to shout. Not yet. Not like, not when it's just us. Well, why are you shouting? It's fine. It's I, are you, like, I know you're not happy. I'm not happy. You're like, let's talk about it. Yeah, it's a lot. Eh? Well, I don't know because I won't tolerate it. And that's why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brad, uh, let's talk about something that actually happened yesterday. And I was actually, because I, I, I got home and I thought, you know what? I don't have, I haven't started. I like to, from around now, set goals for the next year that's coming. Kind of sure. lay the foundation just across the board, you know, whether it's work, family, and yesterday I went to the gym and Brad was there and he's a sick man and he made me, so uh, I heard. and I realized, wow, I am compared to what I used to be. And it, it is a good s- sign for me is, wow, I'm going to have to evolve. It's like, you know, I could run a 30 minute 10K back uh, five years ago, Jeez, but I'm not 30 now. Yeah. I'm, I'm 35. And yesterday was a good reality check, even though I haven't trained properly like yesterday for a long time, but that's not an excuse, is the mindset has to evolve. And, and I think last time you were here, you said it about Cristiano Ronaldo, was yep. that his greatness is he's able to evolve. 100%. Um, yeah, yesterday was, I, I really, at some stage, I, I can't remember what the last exercise we did we when did you were the, pushing it back. Yeah, negative um, leg extensions. Yeah, yeah, that, that's when my groin felt like... Wait, what you were doing was uh, No, no, no. Yes, that one. Mm-hmm. I think that was the second last one because I did... What was oh, the one? Oh, we did at hamstrings. Also hamstrings. Negatives. Yeah, we're focusing on the negative phase of uh, muscle contraction. Yeah, that's when I thought my groin, uh, my groin was going to rip off my leg and that was intense. That was yeah. intense. But just in terms of... And then I, I was speaking to one of your uh, compatriots at work. Now, shout out to James for bringing that up. Working hard or hardly working, that's me dying. And not, not, not a single, a lot of people have said I'm quite dramatic, but I'm closer, so that's in the blood. But that is me actually not able to get up. I haven't had that feeling since I was 18 years old uh, at Tottenham Hotspur as a, as a junior. That's the last time I felt like that. That's and pre-chalk, been... off, eh? That's pre-chalk. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> dead body. So I am actually, they're about to draw the sign. Yeah, that's me. And there's not a like a, a hint of exaggeration. If you're not on YouTube, obviously this is difficult for you to comprehend. Great quad size there, actually, considering how skinny I actually that's, am. That's called gravity pushing down. Oh, way. is that a lie? Okay, it's an optical illusion. Forget about the quad size thing that I said. It's an absolute lie. <laughs> you look dead. But I am dying there because I got pushed. I'd say to about seventy-five percent of my limit. I mean, I could keep going. I didn't die. But yes, there was a mindset thing, and it's just yesterday I thought about. <laughs> By the way, James has captioned this. Does MKT even work out? It's incredible stuff. You think your friends and people you work with would be on your side? Absolutely not. I love how much I love how much James is just a savage. But he's an agent, bro. He is. He is. I mean, there's a man. That's me, by the way, dying yesterday. No, dead. Yeah, sorry. This is. I've already died yet. But then afterwards, I spoke to somebody uh, who, you, one of your compatriots, uh, Deb, about being a um, like about mindset because he was an elite rower and yep. I've never encountered, I've trained with all types of athletes, uh, hundred mile athletes, hundred K athletes, mountain athletes. And we'll talk to someone later who's a mindset uh, beast. But yesterday I was talking to him and he said, when he stopped rowing with other elite rowers mm. and it came to me yesterday, he felt he, like he felt his mind just taking a step down yeah. just, just across <laughs> the board. So 
yeah, I want to talk to you a little bit today about like the mindset. You know, everybody, everybody that I know always comes to me and goes, oh, I want to run a hundred K. I want to, and then I always say, don't worry about that. What's your mindset? Yeah. And like, how do you deal with clients in terms of that? And, and just your thoughts on, do, do you have like an approach to, to, to mindset? Well, first and foremost, I, I try and get them to set goals, whatever the situation is. If it's, if it's an injury, it is, okay, first goal is dealing with pain, right? Booting pain out the way. Okay, cool. Then we shift the goalpost. Try and find our next little marker. If it's typically weight loss, cool. That's the story. If it's strength, cool. If it's a race, that's the same, same situation. We just create a term um, of how long it would take for that person to reach that goal, and then we just continue to shift the goalpost. Yeah, and I tell you what, my, mindset's such a tough one because we're all like from different homes, from different places. Not everybody played sport from 10 years mm. old. So people don't, like I'm realizing more and more as I get older and I encounter people, people aren't used to being pushed. Yeah. Like, like the, the, I remember being pushed when I was younger, but I was at the school of excellence. And if you were not willing to go to the red line, you're out. 100%. Y- you know, and pro football like a boy school rugby is they push you until you break it's not the military yeah, yeah. but it's certainly close you, you yeah. know having heard from military people and we had military uh, lieutenants come and train us in high school so it's like it's so difficult for me to interact or even understand people that don't have the mindset of there is only this and for me yesterday it was like a an awesome awakening moment it's like if you want to get to your peak there is only this yeah. Like I've got to commit to what I'm doing 100%, not like part-time. If I'm at the gym, I need to be at the gym mentally and physically. And I realized yesterday I wasn't completely there because I really could have pushed a little harder, you know, could have gone to there. There, there was, I, I wasn't crawling out of there. So I left something at the gym, which sure. let me, I, I didn't feel great about it, to be honest, when I got home. Well, no, you go for it first. So, no, no. So, but you, you said something very interesting because like also The Rock, Dwayne Johnson says like when he trains, like, if he doesn't vomit, he says he hasn't done anything. So he, he pushes himself to that limit. And I, I find it very interesting, which you're right about, because the thing is, like, if you do leave room, you get complacent. And, you know, if it's, unco- if it's not, if you get comfortable, you know, that's when you know you're not doing enough. Having said that, from performance, I mean, that's an old school mindset. From mm-hmm. a performance standpoint, do you constantly need to be pushing? Well, no, you end up overcooking yourself. Um, I used to work with a guy named Zach Van Heerden, right? Zach Van Heerden is like, easily the best exercise physiologist in the country, especially when it comes to team sports. Mm. I mean, he's handled uh, five or six different professional uh, soccer teams within South Africa. Uh, Bufana Bufana, the Portuguese national team, is the machine. Yeah. Um, and his philosophy was always to slightly undercook so that when the day arrives, you've got a little more in the gas tank and you hope that your head takes you through it. Got you. So you don't want to arrive actually on the, on the verge of the red line. No. So you can start you can start the situation off whatever your let's say it's a three month training camp, you can take someone to that deep dark place, but then afterwards you just keep them simmering just below the line mm. until eventually game day comes or um race day and that's when it's up to them to determine what they want to do about their race. Yeah, and you know what? I actually ended up calling somebody yesterday uh, who's uh, who I consider a mentor in terms of the mindset thing. And it, it's like, it's little things, right? It's for me, I always say, if you want to start by getting your mindset right, mm. and I don't know what your approach is, but just in my personal capacity is 
whenever I keep time. So, for instance, I tell you, for me, I'm so glad. I've never, I've, I haven't snoozed my alarm since 2013. Wow. Because that's from bad. then is, because that's something I can control, right? Yeah. Is we all make excuses. It's like my baby or my girlfriend, I was fighting with her or, or whatever. It's like, ultimately, what can you, I always want to eliminate excuses. So for me, my alarm, there's no excuses. Yeah, that's a sure. promise I'm making. I set the alarm. No, but my mom doesn't come to my house and say, you have to wake up at 4.15. <laughs> so I do that. If, if I snooze my alarm, that's the first lie I've told myself. And, and for me, you've got to take it to that level. It's mm. not for everyone. Yeah. I'm starting to realize more and more. And, and my sister is even like, uh, relax. Because I'm now realizing, it's like, if I don't live like that, I don't know how else to live. Because I only know, uh, uh, I feel safe when I'm an athlete. You, you know, is this is what must happen for this to happen. For me, it's like, there's, it's non-negotiable to be sensitive about time. Because then I know that I'm being disciplined and mm. everything else is easy. So for me to pitch up at gym, when I say I'm going to pitch up, it's a given. Of course, because yeah. I would never lie to myself. 100%. But do you, do you have any tips for, because I think I'm quite far down the line. Um, it's been eight years of kind of developing that mindset. What if somebody's sitting there at home now? Because we, 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 know, we know now, I think COVID's kind of shown us that, uh, hey, life is for real and people are struggling, mm. people are suffering. Is my my thing is can you keep um an alarm and wake up 90 days in a row this is what i always advise people before mm-hmm. i worry about physical exercise i said don't worry about that because physical exercise that's hard can you wake up 90 days in a row right at the same time six o'clock so i don't want to hear about i went out for a girl's night whatever i went out for a guy's night for beers if you can't wake up at the same time for 90 days in a row you're not disciplined sure you know, well, that's all you got to do, and that's easy. That one, that one for me is easy because that's three months. Can you do that? Because if you can't do that, you're not ready to run a hundred k race. You're not ready to run a marathon. Yeah. In my mind, but I, I don't know. What does a professional say about mindset? Well, the big thing is what you value, right? So, under, as an example, um, hope she doesn't kill me, but uh, <laughs> my girlfriend will set an alarm and she'll have she'll hit the snooze button twenty times in a row. Mm. But if she's got a deadline. She won't sleep until that deadline's complete, mm. and it will be perfect. Uh, case in point being um, submitting her thesis. She didn't send it in for review even once, until she eventually did, and she cracked like eighty-five for it. Wait, so she didn't but speak to a supervisor? Didn't speak to a supervisor the entire time. Wow. She knew what she wanted to do. She set a time, and she's yeah. like, "Okay, cool. This is where I am." I mean, we lived in the same house. She just stared at a computer, and she went. That is, so it is about what you value. And what you want to put into it. So, mm. dude's running a race. Um, when it comes down to training, you better make sure you pitch up for it. Um, like you said, I mean, being late. If if you're on someone else's time, I mean, then you have to respect that. So that should be something you value. If you're on your own time, well, you're only going to screw yourself in the end because you still have to do that hundred k race eventually. Yeah. And then what? Then what's going to happen? Yeah. You only have yourself to blame. I've got a question. Um, just like in terms of like training and stuff like that. Do you train? Do you say you train harder than you play or you play harder than you train? For me, I always want to uh, know that I can go to... Uh, so, so I got raised on... And again, the sports science has moved on. But mm. the race... For me, the race must never come close to what I train. Because the places I want to go to in training yeah. is that I need to know that I've gone to hell and back. And is it called... Uh, Brad, you often mention the terms of periodizing. Yeah, that, that's I'll exactly that it. to you. But for me, I like to go to hell and back while I'm training. I, mm. I want no race to ever be as hard as training. 
because yeah. I need to know again, as Brad says, because on race day, especially in hundred K stuff, like mountain stuff is that there's no time to adjust. You're, you've got to be bulletproof here because mm. there's stomach cramps. There's my knee. There's a snake. Diarrhea, there's, man. Like yeah. You get sick. There's, but I suppose it's also the same, like when it comes to studying, when you when you're busy preparing for like an exam or something because you want to go to that that absolute beast of a paper so that you know that if you see this in a test you are not gonna you know it's not gonna throw you off which is which kind of makes sense because the thing is like a lot of the time when you study like you must you must put yourself under worse time pressure than there is in the in the in the exam because there you also there it's other people and you because when you're by yourself and you're studying like that's very like you know easy but like when there are other people and there's a guy busy sniffing or they're clicking their pen the whole time you must know what kind of pressure that that puts so i suppose it's the same thing yeah and for you brad i mean for me another important thing and i I was thinking about and just uh reading some stuff yesterday is that everybody especially it's I think Jim's a nice analogy is that everyone wants to work the glamour muscles. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yesterday was a good reminder for me was that, yeah, I could probably run for 12 hours in a row today. Yeah. If I, but yesterday was like, you haven't taken care of the core, the core stuff because the little stuff hurts now. It's like the stuff that you, you, you know, like my groin now. Yeah. See that it's the little things. And if you can't do the little things, right, you're never going to get the big things, right. And people, people get hurt. Is how do you how do you get people in in a world that's obsessed with looking like the Hulk to just think about wellness because that's a wellness thing. Like I've yeah. ignored my wellness, I can feel it. Well, you have to make someone slightly, or you have to get them out of being comfortable because we only li- we like to do the stuff that we are really good at. That's where we like to to focus. Like you said, the accessory muscles, as an example, um, people want to train the muscles that they can see. So. Um, that's that would be call it biceps, uh, their chest, but they forget that they've got their back, their glutes, their hamstrings, and a lot of the time, especially when it comes to lower limb injuries, as an example, mm. people love to train their quads because they can see them, but their hamstrings end up getting neglected, and yeah. then all of a sudden that shifts into hamstring tears, knee pain, the works. So I mean, that's just that's an example as to how people treat exercise within a whole. They train the stuff that they're good at. They train in a way that they feel comfortable, like you would, being able to run 12Ks, yeah. uh, 12, 12 hour um, runs. Yeah. But when, it gets you, when it's time to uh, get you in the gym, start doing some strength work, stability-based work, that's when things start to change. It oh, makes yeah. you uncomfortable. Uh, very, that, that is, you haven't said a word of a lie there. And you, you, this guy played for Robertsham, you'd expect him to be lying because they will cheat and they will beat you yeah. in the end. Yeah, we did cheat a lot. They, they will cheat, but if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. 100%. Cheat to They're saying, damn it, Robertsham will good. They were so good. Those tournaments, those cup tournaments. So good, these guys. So good. And different breed. Hey, takes a different animal to win. Brad's going to stay with us. Um, on the other side, I'll tell you where I was right, where I was wrong. The MKT Show. Cliffcentral.com. You did it. You did it. That's big broadcasting. I'm a broadcaster. That's big broadcasting. What do you think of that, Brad? Have you ever heard that on Sky Sports? Have you ever heard? Never. You know what I mean? Don't pat yourself in the back, way. That's what I'm saying is I don't want to judge it too much because I'm busy revolutionizing broadcasting. I can't also observe the revolution. Back yourself. You know what I'm saying? So Make it till you make it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Senzus Tebe joining us. Uh, Brad uh, Phillips. Two, two Ps. 
double L. Double L. And two P's. Yeah, you're right. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Well, there's a P in the front. There's a P at the end. Oh, uh, I see. No, not P- P- Phillips. No, no, not Phillips. Okay, so two P's 36. in the name. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be, do you have to be South African to get that one? Uh, yeah, you have to be. I think so. I like the way you say 36. Where's that from? What, what, what old was it? Old gold. Old yeah, gold. Old gold. 36 tomatoes. 36. 36. Jammed in a jar. Oh, yes. What happened to all gold? Hey, let's get straight into it. You've just said all gold. I tell, I mean, I, I don't have uh, tomato sauce in my house. Um, but that's salt heaven. I mean, if, if you are salt looking to sugar. salt, sugar, get off that. Yeah. Like, get off that, right? No, it's healthy. What do you mean? There's tomatoes in there. Uh, 36 of them. Yeah. Okay, 36. Of them. I like the way you say 36. <laughs> but, Brad, that's a big thing. I mean, we might as well get into it. Diet's a killer. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it's literally killing people, but it's also, if you've got those things, and I wrote it down here, the goals is that people often just have a, I'm going to exercise two hours a day. They forget that actually you've also got to do what am I eating in that 24-hour cycle. So do, do you have any tips? Because it, it's quite hard to go from a, like just passive consumption life because mm-hmm. I've done it. Like yep. I'm, I'm not going to think I'm better than anybody else. I used to be an absolute heathen, you know, out there smashing the beers. Didn't care what I ate. McDonald's for breakfast. Who cares? In fact, forget about McDonald's for breakfast. Whatever I'm shoveling in doesn't matter. Like fortunately, I've always been indoor football and football and, and sport, which is why I never, I think I never ballooned. But did you have a little in cupboard? Or? Never had it. Always active. No, so, so, so I, like my mom wouldn't tolerate it even at my worst from young no being there's no one overweight in my family the the way that my mom does not play that like to the point where i in my mind i can never go to a doctor and i did this about a month and a half ago where i walked out a doctor that's overweight i don't go in like and i address it with them i say if you believe your own advice yeah right you can't look like that i gotta go so i did it for the for the first time in a while i did that and so for me no overweight fickle like that regardless of how knowledgeable the individual is yeah when you walk in and you're expecting someone to present a certain way and they don't automatically you've you've dropped 50 percent or you've lost 50 percent of respect for that individual absolutely a- absolutely and uh so for me fortunately i didn't have a little summing summing in the front just because my mom's voice is even when i was a delinquent back in my head nowhere mm. we, we don't we, we just don't do overweight in my family and we don't do uh like crap eating you know yeah so so but that's a real thing for people right is and i'm quite i mean you can ask uh, uh jimbo maybe you can come in here is that uh maybe people think because sometimes when i talk i think people think i'm trying to be cool and hardcore but i am quite tr- draconian to my friends to my yeah. to the guys who work here i mean jimbo uh, just your thoughts on how i approach you putting sugar into tea and etc I, I'm I'm so sorry. I forgot to get my mic ready. That's on me. Space <laughs> um, <laughs> dog. It's been it's been a tough morning. Um, no, he doesn't like it for one second. If if he sees you pick up the sugar jar, it's game over for you. Um, I, I, and I did actually want to ask, right? So is is sugar like th- the devil's playground? Sport? Yeah, like why? I know bread's also not good for you, but like, why is sugar the main thing that, that besides the obvious reasons that you shouldn't eat sugar? I'm glad you asked that question. We do have an expert in studio. Brad, over to you. So um, it's just like the gateway effect, right? So, I mean, your body needs sugar regardless. So um, case in point, me coming in here today, I needed some sugar in my system 
and because I, I could feel like I was starting to get a little tired, had an energate, but I'll utilize that later on within the day. Uh, the problem is when your sugar and your fat consumption, and I'm speaking about sugar, but when your sugar consumption in terms of ratios is far greater than the other things you're putting in your body, that's when it becomes an issue. And if you aren't utilizing those sugars, your body tends to store them. Um, and there's this whole cascade effect that filters on from beyond that point. So if you're just having, would this be in tea or coffee? Yeah, coffee. Okay, specifically uh, coffee. Chicory, chicory. Sorry, it's chicory because it's not grown in Ethiopia by Ethiopians who handpick it for three hours a day in the sun and it's not single origin. It's no, no, chicory. that's, that's uh, you, you're ridiculous. First of all, it's not grown in Ethiopia. Of course it's not. Uh, some of the toilet water you drink. But no, no, it just needs to be single origin. That's all. Is this typically like re-coffee? Uh, no, no, no. It's all nonsense. Brad, let's not do Jacobs. I'm sorry. <laughs> like if it's, if it's not proper, it it's, it's all nonsense. It, it's Jacobs. It's not re-coffee. But, it's nonsense. But, yeah, it's, is it, it's chicory, right? Chicory. Chicory? Yeah. Not trickery. Yeah. yeah. It's trickery, chicory, really, because it looks <laughs> like coffee, smells like coffee, tastes like toilet water. <laughs> so the big thing is if, when, when I refer to ratios, you're looking at like carbs versus fats versus proteins. If your carb quotient and if they're bad carbs is far greater, and it's going to be, I mean, your ratios are always geared more towards carbohydrates because you need them to survive throughout the day. But if you aren't increasing the ratios on, in the other two um, quadrants, plus utilizing your sugars, then your body gets into a storage state, um, and that's when things start to sit on you the way you wouldn't like them to. Um, and excessive amounts of sugar also get you to um, go through little dips as well and make you feel lazy when they should actually bring you up. Um, that's another thing you could maybe take into consideration. So it's, it's like such a broad discussion when you're talking about sugar. Um, but, yeah, I guess, I mean, if you could throw a few other questions in, we, I could maybe give you more direct answers. So, so one question I do always have with MKT that I never actually ask him, right, um, is why – so, so – I, I get that sugar can be bad for you and isn't mm -hmm. obviously the greatest um, for your body, especially if you you over consume it. But surely having like one and a half sugars in a cup of coffee a day isn't a, like a nightmare for your body, right? No, that, that, that's definitely not going to kill you. Your body will use it if you actually actively um, move, really. It depends on what else you're doing throughout the day like what are you eating beyond that <laughs> uh it used to be nothing but now it's actually healthy food like i was i was supposed to have a salad for lunch but i left it at home so no you've just lied better. hold on that's that that's an absolute lie it used to be um uh, so he's worked here for about seven months it used to be like store bread uh, like bread dough uh, so muffins, carb, carb, a muffin carb, with his carb plus coffee. sugar plus carb. Yeah, yeah. So, so fat. you did just lie there, James. I mean, I, I, I just want to hold you to some standards. You said nothing there, <laughs> uh, which is a complete lie because I've seen you. I literally work in the same office as you. you. Used to bring in a muffin with your coffee, which had sugar in it. <laughs> yeah, but the key word here is used to. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I said shout out for changing, but you did lie there when you said it used to be nothing. Uh, that's not. That's a lie. It used to be muffins, and you'd get those rotties from Woolworths. Do you, do you remember that? Do you remember? Oh. And then you'd get a little bit of takeaways with a, a, a colleague of ours as well. Eat those in the morning from the Golden Arches every now and then. Seen, seen you scoffing that <laughs> down. 
I've never had McDonald's for breakfast once in my life. Mm. Never, ever. Not All right. I mean, I, I don't want to turn this into a James shaming thing. I'm just saying you, you did lie a little bit there when you said nothing. <laughs> I, so, so the reason why I said nothing is because, like, compared to what you're supposed to eat, and I've, like, done a lot of reading, and a lot of people have told me stuff about uh, being health conscious, and compared to what you're supposed to eat in a day or in certain periods, I don't eat much like today i haven't had anything to eat and it's what's the time like one o'clock and that can be bad right brad i, I think a lot of people get the, the relationship with food is complicated that indeed. especially when everybody not everybody has an understanding of science number one and yeah. biology is is its own language physiology is is, is a I would say a dialect of biology. I think a lot of people need to understand what these terms terms mean as well. Is is that not everybody understands that the machine is complex? Completely, yeah. You, you know, and they'll go and read. I don't know, Heisgenot or You magazine, and drink your greens and whatever. It's like, well, what are we doing here? Is, is there is a balance, like you said? Yeah. So, James, James, I'd probably say it's a little bit more complicated than what I'm supposed to eat, uh, as opposed to. I mean, if you really want to take it to the final level. Um, something which I was, uh, I've taken on is genetics in school. If you mm. really want to take it back that far, but I mean, practically speaking, it's like you just want to you want to stay away from store bought bread. You want to like there is good bread to have, definitely artisanal yeah. bread. You know, this is very much on the chemical uh, kind mm. of side, which I, I I'm always interested in. Is bread? Everybody says I haven't eaten. Like that's a good thing. Yeah, well, they think that if. And it's just a simple maths problem. Like people think, okay, well, I haven't put anything in my body, so therefore, it's my body is just simply going to burn off what um, what is actually sitting in and around those areas, and that, that's not the case. Yeah, you get yourself into a starvation state the second you throw any anything within your body, and especially if the ratios are wrong, your body's going to store it. So, I mean, there's lots of um, talk at the moment about intermittent fasting etc i mean that's that's not for me Mm -hmm. it might be for someone else yeah um personally i wouldn't go that route but i mean that's that's basically what you're doing right now james um fasting extensively and then when you get into a big fasting state your body desperately craves all the bad stuff it's all high density sugars so this could be where you're at now like uh, earlier you said that you've started eating healthy like what does that mean um, so I've been a lot more sort of conscious about what I put in my body. Um, and I, I feel like that was the first sort of hurdle, uh, when it came to eating healthy, cause it's easy to, on your way home, stop at, you know, pick and pay and just get whatever it is for dinner. And you don't even think about how healthy it is. And I, I, I realized through many weeks of, um, <laughs> comments and uh, comments. Like so feedback. <laughs> feedback. Uh, feedback, yeah. From who? Um, no, just, you know, people and stuff. Anyone specific? Yeah, <laughs> just some people that I work with. Well, what's, what sorts of comments? Take us into it here. Is it bullying? Are people body shaming you? Do you deserve to be loved more, James? Take me into it. I feel like, you, you know what? You're just giving me the skeleton. Put some meat on the bones. Um, no, I, I, I never felt bullied. I just... Like, I feel like people saw the, the problem that was coming before the problem came. And, uh, yeah, then I, I, I just sort of, a lot of it sort of stuck with me and I put a lot of thought into it. And um, 
now I genuinely do eat. I, I never used to eat many vegetables since I moved out of my parents' house, but now, like, I actually make an effort to, uh, like, most of the time I have, like, salad, or it'll be, like, clean chicken with just, like, salt and pepper. Um, yeah, just stuff that doesn't actually, and I, you can also, like, feel it in your body, like, stuff that makes you feel almost run down, right? Like, if it's mm. super carb-heavy or whatever it is. Well, what is the plan now, since you haven't eaten today? What are you planning on eating? Um, I did <laughs> have a salad that I was going to bring, but I forgot at home. So now it's going to be lunch when I go home after the show. Okay, so what is in a salad? This salad that, that I have at the moment? Yeah. Um, lettuce, cucumber, feta, and beetroot. Okay, so no other protein, eh? No. No. Yeah, that's maybe something you need to consider and also throw like a little good carb in there. So give what us some examples it? there, Brad. I so mean, not everybody has the time to actually do uh, a degree in exercise physiology. Number one, <laughs> most of us don't have the brains. True. Two, probably don't have the time to just pop in there for three years. Yeah, five so, years. Well, just pop in there. <laughs> I like how you put it. Just yeah, so g- give us some practical examples. So uh, maybe we should start with the carbs because people hear that word and they go, oh my God, I just I got to stop bread. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. When you're saying carbs, uh, or like what are we talking well, you about? Got some, you get some really good carbs. Yeah, uh, you get... Let's say you can get bulgur wheat, which is actually quite quite good. Its ratios are um, quite efficient as well. Nice protein content within it, good carb content, and a, a decent amount of fat. Uh, you've got your your quinoas, your sweet potatoes. Um, actually, real potato, nutritionally, like you can check this out, a little better than sweet potato. Mm. Um, there's a vast array of things, and also you don't have to eat things. You don't have to make food that is bland. I mean, you get to add flavor to it. I mean, just salt and pepper on chicken, I, I guarantee that I would also want to binge out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you see, so that's where I think like a lot of the sort of issue with this is, and I think people in general struggling with weight is that they, they don't know an awful amount about, like they know the basics. Like I know that clean chicken's good for you, but everyone knows it doesn't taste great and that's where people are like, oh, is this really going to be worth it? Like, should I continue to eat clean chicken? And, you know, I think that's exactly where the sort of problem is. And it's it's hard to find help that you can trust or help mm. that isn't like a, like a scam. Because you know how all these diets, some of them people so find out feds, that there's, yeah. a, there's a scam. And I, I can name many of them. <laughs> And then you go online and then there's there's websites where they're like, oh, plan your meal that is suited to your body type and your goals or whatever. And then like you have to pay 200 American dollars or whatever it is. Now, James, I do realize you are actually having a heart to heart moment here. And um, <laughs> but I do kind of imagine you at sort of 2 a.m. just getting out of bed with a rubbish cup of coffee. Like uh, you get those puffy eyes and you're just looking at the screen and go, what the hell is happening here? Uh, my lady's kept up her workouts. And re- real story there, Brad, <laughs> by the way, part of the bullying has been the fact that his lady in lockdown, she's maintained that she's been grinding. So I, I predicted on this show about four weeks ago that a lot of relationships are going to end because some partners have actually kept it up and people are going to go outside now and see what other people's partners look like. Yeah. And if you're the partner that hasn't kept up, so a, a lot of pressure. Her uh, boyfriend, um, her uh, I mean James' girlfriend lives also in the farmlands of the northwest. So there's obviously Afri- Afrikaans guys out there who are 
jacked right now. Units. So, James, <laughs> people respond to incentives. But, um, James, I do kind of imagine you uh, doing the puffy eye thing and just, you, you know, it's where did it all go wrong and you're just sitting at the computer with the classic boxes and T-shirt thing. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I mean, you were having a real moment there, but I, I was chuckling inside a little bit, a little bit at your pain. So. Yeah, it, it it does have its moments. But but James I, and Brad, I mean, from the science side, um, proteins. Let's quickly do that because we've we've done a, co- a few carbs. When you say proteins, like what w- what could w- what can we all add uh, to our diet? That's protein. Well, I mean, it doesn't just have to be me uh, be meat. I mean, if you don't eat meat, that's cool. You can get uh, protein sources from different types of plants as well. You can use uh, lentils. You can use chickpeas. Um, you can get substitutes as well, like via supplements. Mm. Um, and those are actually really good if you're struggling to get food in, like James, um, struggling to get the right kind of food in, eats a salad with barely any nutritional value in it. Yeah. Um, protein quotient's down. The second he touches any of the other two, uh, two biggies, which is fats and carbs, that stuff's going to store. Yeah. Have to get your protein quotient up. So, um, let me just try and think of a few other plant-based uh, proteins if you're not just going to eat meat. Um, we've got, yeah, quinoa's actually got a reasonable amount in it. Um, yeah, I mean, we can build a whole list. We can try and do something about it. Yeah. Uh, build a full list of things that you can add to your diet, but you need to make sure that you get that stuff in. And what, what sort of meat can I eat consistently without um, sort of, you know, fish... Fish is a tough one because of what it does to you physio- uh, physiologically, so you can't overload on that. But it, in, in terms of chicken, steak, or like, like what can I eat uh, five times a week if I do eat meat? Because not everybody's a, a vegan with a man bun. Is what, what can I eat um, that's meat consistently, which is uh, there's no perfect, but it, it is sort of a, a decent, clean protein uh, that, that I can synthesize as I go on this journey, like James's. Well, I mean, chicken's always a safe option. Mm. It's white meat, so you should have that a little more than the others. Um, but, um, I mean, make really tasty mince if you like that. Yes. You can actually fry up a really good steak. I mean, an ostrich steak if you want to go as lean as possible. Mm. I mean, again, the big thing is eat the way in which, like, add flavor to food the way in which you like to eat. And then from there, you start playing with the, the ratios that you would need to apply to your body based on the demand that it has. So what that also means is you shouldn't eat exactly the same thing every single day because the demands of your body are different every single day. I mean, MKT had a quite an intense 12-minute uh, speed endurance test yesterday. If he had fueled for it, he'd, he'd be cool. But, I mean, what he eats after that is even more important because the demands of his body had shifted from what he did yesterday versus what he did the day before which is a slightly different training methodology yeah makes sense no very true and uh, i mean brad i want to finish off on something and and james uh, we can get you back here and i think it is quite a you know this journey is brutal right is it's very easy for me eight years down the line to uh, feel like i'm on my high horse and 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 it it can get get that way but it's like such an interesting thing to me that james was saying is you know I was raised by a father where enjoyment isn't the point of life. And James was talking there about just because I don't like it, I'm not going to do it. And and to me, I find, not, not because I think James is wrong, but because I think I find that offensive. It's like your whole life can't be enjoyment. Like, mm. I, and I hear, and, and it's maybe because I'm getting old now. So it just sounds like that's what young kids are like. It's like, why are you not doing it? Because I don't like it. I'm like, what are you talking about? You have to exercise 
an hour and a half a day. Don't tell me what you like. But again, I'm probably not the right advert for that. Is you know the, the balance between what you've got to do and what you like to do from from a sort of professional's point of view. How, how do you deal with clients like James? Because James is on a journey and he has been extremely mm. uh, good actually about number one. We've been chatting about a mindset, getting that right. Mm. But what do you say to guys where you almost need to get rid of the the enjoyment thing? Like not everything can be enjoyment. Yeah, well. The- you achieve the best things in your life when you're made to be slightly uncomfortable. So, I mean, that within itself is a reason, a good enough statement. So, eating is, if you feel like your, your body's in a state now where you're slightly overweight, um, you're feeling lethargic throughout the day, um, going firstly, I would say, go and get professional advice first instead of going onto Dr. Google and trying to figure out what, <laughs> uh, figure out little recipes or, uh, food types for your body type you don't know what your body type is you haven't had that assessed just like pay a little bit of money on yourself instead of having to pay for a subscription um, and it, I think it's his V-Shred. You went on to V-Shred. V-Shred, yes, I, probably, I, probably. Not there for this go. one, but I have been on to V-Shred and <laughs> I can see from a mile away. That's just... But, so Jimbo, what's your goal? Um, probably just to be... So I've always been someone who's like had a fast metabolism, right? So like food would always just kind of not store on my body. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just want to kind of (laughs) not carry this damn weight anymore. So so your metabolism isn't as fast as what you think it is. Yeah, yeah. So like anything, um, the metabolic quotient has to go down because your body's like, well, I'm not burning anything. I'm not burning anything. So... Um, I'm just going to sit and idle. Your body's built to be um, efficient. It doesn't want to work. It needs to work. So if you're functioning at 20%, it's going to be like, cool, feed me based on what that 20% is, and I'm happy. I only want to move based on that 20%. But the problem is, if you want to create an essence of longevity, you need to ramp that thing up and get it working at an optimal state. Like with a car. If you leave a car in the garage for two to three weeks and expect... To, to function the way you, you would like it to, when um, all those pipes have started to rust out, like well, that's the same model as your, your body. It's the same thing. Mm. Okay, mm. so, I mean, you have to keep pushing your body, and it, it doesn't mean you don't need to break your body, but you have to keep moving that body and feeding it based on what it needs, and it needs to work. So, so um, I... The whole working thing for me is like, I honestly, like I know working out and getting your body into whatever shape you want to get into, whether you want to build, lose, whatever it is, I I know that none of it is easy. And Mm -hmm. like, I I didn't mean just now that like, I didn't want to do the hard work or I didn't want to stop like the enjoyment in my life or whatever it was, you know, I just like, I think for the for a lot of people the, the for their first time going through like a health journey like mkt said earlier is is not an easy feat like you have to sort of overcome not just like your own body but you know feeling the way you do or mm. you know mentally sort of coping with where your body is now and where it used to be or where you want it to be and that kind of thing all right. Well, James, listen, we, we can't let this become a James um, s- sort of uh, session here because I don't really want to cry. 
You know what I mean? I don't, <laughs> I don't want to cry in public because, I mean, you are being incredibly open and honest. So we might as well do this, James. And I promise you, I did not uh, pre-think uh, about this. Tell you what I'll do. If you are very serious about it, mm. I will pay for a month, right, for the, for the base level. And uh, Brad, we can take this on. Yep. Is I will pay for, for the first month because that's always the hardest uh, for you to go and see Brad three times a week. Um, and I will, yeah, I, I, I will, we'll sort that out of air, but you have to do it and you have to take, so it doesn't need to be the, the classic photos, but you do need to write things down so that people know what you're doing and I will pay for it. And let's say the first month, let's see how it goes. Uh, Brad, what should we say? Three times a week? Or... I think three times a week is a good start for someone like James. Who it sounds like he, he doesn't have a base just yet. Yes. And also, the second you create commitment, now you've you made him accountable for it. Yeah. After that month, another thing that makes you accountable is, is you pulling out your own wallet. Right. So, James, how about this? And I, I promise you, I didn't think about this. As you were talking, uh, and Brad is here, I'll pay for a month, right? Three times a week. So, that's four weeks uh, what's that? Four, four, twelve. So twelve sessions to go and see Brad. But you have to write it down. What you guys do together has to be written down. What your numbers are now, uh, and it's about health. I don't care about weight. I don't care about any of that. Mm. Is I want to know the scientific numbers, which Brad can do much better than me. I'll pay for a month of of it mm. if you commit. If you miss one session, though, you have to pay me back for all twelve sessions. So, so think yeah. about it. If you miss one session, right? And I don't want to hear about traffic. And if you miss one session, right? And we're going to have to, uh, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll think about a time and we'll announce it on the show. Because I also don't want it to be in the afternoon. It should probably be like 5.30. So that oh. it's also taking you out of your comfort zone. Uh, 5.30, you can be there, you can shower there, and you can come straight to work and have a good that breakfast. Makes sense. Yeah. I will pay for a month for you to go and see Brad. 12 sessions. I'll do it. Will you do it? Yes. Oh, I didn't hear it. Where's your mic? Sorry. Said louder. So, some stuff <laughs> happened in the back while you were speaking. We had to mute the mic. Anyway, yes. My answer is yes. Okay, so we're doing it. Yes. All right, but are you clear that if you miss one session, right, you're paying me back for all 12, not just for the, one, the ones you've missed. I want the money back for all 12 regardless of whatever happens. Yes, sir. All righty. So okay. we're on. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's people helping people. Keen. Because James has, like, like I will support. It's like my, my mother always said she'd never buy anybody cigarettes, you know. Mm. I will support this. Like, yeah. And James, like, let me be real about it, is I do rag him. And I have been, uh, some people are going to say it is bullying by 2021 standards, some of the things I have said to him. But I've seen a change in his mindset. Yeah. Even what he's bringing to work, how he's carrying himself, how he looks. Because I, I can tell by his skin. Now, the flushness is gone. You know that redness of yeah, I'm yeah. eating and I'm gorging myself? That's gone, which means James is sleeping better. He has committed to it. Like, that, that, that's not him lying. And I'm, I, would never, I would never just say it because he's my mate. So, I'm keen to go on that journey with James. Cool, let's get it going. And let's get it going, huh? So, I, I mean, what I do is okay. I track individuals anyway. So, yeah. James, I'll be doing all of that tracking for you. Okay? Um, We'll be going through to food patterns, the works. And what's crazy is I also do have certain equipment where we can actually check what your physiological metrics are. Amazing. Damn. Okay. So sure. um, we could maybe do an initial test, uh, give it four weeks, and do a test at the end um, and just see how your body's changed. And the big thing is seeing how you feel. 
Like that's the stuff that yeah. MKT doesn't like to delve into. Uh, delve into. But if you're feeling better um, and you've you've gained a little bit of insight that you can apply to your real life and your real world, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what you would dig to see in-house anyway. And James is a quality human being. I'm not going to negotiate with anybody. Mm. How, if you can commit to yourself, if he, James, you think you, uh, James always says he's vibes. If you think you're enjoying your life now, yeah. when you give yourself that gift of health, so it's not about weight. James, I don't care how you look. When you, because you're a good person, you're, you're raised by a mother and the guy's been raised well, is that we all go, go off track in life. Life's hard. Yeah. I'd love to see James see the, him his best self because yeah, you know what a big thing for me is before we wrap it up and i think people always wonder why i'm so draconian about this is i have a very personal experience about it is mm. that for me is there came a point in my life at 28 years old when i said it's not about me anymore because mm. the real commitment for me is when i'm my healthiest self that's the best version of myself which automatically means my mother's getting the best version of me, my sister's getting the best version of me, but way more importantly, I'm getting the best version of me. 100%. I want yeah. the best version of myself for the short 80 years that I'm here, Yeah. and there is no gift I've ever received from anybody, and I've had lots of money thrown my way. I've had, there is no gift like personal wellness, not how I look, yeah. the personal wellness and the effects that it's had across my life. No, yeah. so, so not just how I look and feel literally, what my mother's thinking at night. Yeah. Like my mom's like, oh, my son's healthy. That's awesome. Now my interaction with my mom's another level. Mm. And I want that for James and for everyone. So, you know, so we're on. Yeah, we're on. Jimbo, we're on. We Let's are make it on. Happen. It's on now. I'm in. James, you know me and commitment. I'm in. I love it. And uh, James, I, I didn't trap you there, by the way. Brad, I, I, I didn't say anything before the show. This is not Amway. We <laughs> James, I honestly, as you were talking there... And I've got to be honest, I, I always, you know, I'm always watching. I have seen a commitment. As you were talking now, I could actually hear in your voice how serious you are about it. And that matters to me. And if you're serious, I'm, I'm all in. But like even the questions that he was asking, Brad, like it came from a genuine place. Like yeah. I need to change something about me. Like, and I, what can I do? So, I'm all in. I'm in. So, so we're, by nice the way, one, the MKT show is all in now. Everyone's all in. And that's Invested. awesome. Because, I, hey, forward, right? Yeah. Exactly. No one's perfect. Love it. Brad, you're awesome. Let's go. You are awesome. Enjoy your break. Next week, we will have somebody else in. Um, Brad is away in uh, at a wedding, so enjoy that. Enjoy your time with loved ones, and uh, and let's celebrate being together. Thank you. Just, uh, everyone, just pray that I don't lose 15 kgs in that 36 degree heat. <laughs> <laughs> Zimbabwe, unforgiving heat. Unforgiving heat on the border. All right, Brad, great to cool. have you in, my Thanks, brother. Guys. And uh, I'm looking awesome. forward to Cheers, possibly having my groin ripped off my legs when you when you do return. No hands, mom. No. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Why do you guys like eh? emphasizing? What's that? Emphasizing that no hands. I'm just saying, bro, I'm talented. That's yeah. I'm yeah, no, no, he didn't, he didn't touch my... It's okay. But you're sensitive to it, are you? I'm not sensitive to it. But do you, you like guys it? like explaining. What's that? The, the groin touch. Just, you guys like explaining. Like, no, we haven't explained yet. Yeah, no, you, you're asking a lot of questions about a, a man touching another man's groin. It sounds yeah, like... You, okay, never mind. Are you into it? Hmm? No, it's fine. Senzo, it's 2021. It's my thing, dog. Sarcasm. It is the ultimate defense. Senzo's into it. That's cool. That's wow. great. <laughs> touch his groin. Become... If, you, if, you're, if you're a man and you see Senzo in the street, touch his groin. He's into it. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been don't Brad Phillips. Oh, yeah? Oh, don't. don't. Do Are you saying don't touch my groin? No, don't do that. Who, who me or? 
Just anyway. I mustn't touch your groin. Don't do that. No, we we had it, we've spoken about this touching incident, and I told you I felt about it. What happened? No, you you know full well. No, no, no. Tell us what no, happened. No, you victim shame me when no, I complained no, about. No, um, this is a safe space. Senzo, let's cut to Senzo. Um, he, he's he, he's now about to. James just got real with us. Senzo, what happened? And nah, I've, I've explained this before. Like, and let's hear it. You dismissed it. No, 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 no. But come on. I don't want to. You don't feel safe. Not. Why? Well, why don't you want to explain? Because I don't feel safe. Because I told you what happened to me and you dismissed it. And I saw what it was and I was just like, okay, cool. How I feel means deadly squat to you, so it's okay. All right, ladies That's and gentlemen. Of our lives. So going from one person who is a victim of the world to somebody who is not, a champion, uh, somebody who is, I, I still say the toughest female athlete. Now, she'll never admit it. Uh, five times she won the doozy. I'm not ready. Five, what? Five time doozy winner. Uh, I still say the toughest female athlete in the world. She won't admit it. I'll say it for her. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, on the other side, Robin Owen, the MKT show. Cliffcentral.com. We're having a doozy. Now, you see, that, that that's called big broadcasting because that'll make sense once I introduce this animal of a human being uh honestly speaking i can't say it enough one of my heroes um you'll see i am uh senzo constantly corrects me i always say paddle but it is an awe ladies and gentlemen introducing now a genuine world class a term that's overused uh she would never say it uh people always say there's nothing good that comes out of marisburg um i tend to agree with them uh, but when it is good it's rare and it is five time doozy winner it is the only family, I believe, to have ever won the doozy between her and her brother. Um, she went to New Zealand, and as the Springboks uh, tend to do, is she went and won really the Olympic Games of adventure racing, um, which is the coast to coast. That's 243 kilometers for you softies what? out there that complain about going for a fun run every Saturday with a latte. Uh, th- that is absolute brutal murder. She won that in 2018. She's the Otter African Trail Run uh, record holder from 2016 that has now been broken, but she has held that record. She's now a mom. Uh, like it's just insane, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, an absolute hero to me, an inspiration uh, to hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of human beings out there. Uh, the one and only uh, Ma- Michael Owens married to her. The one and only Robin Owen, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Robin, what is happening? You look fantastic there, by the way. Can you hear me, Robin? Hey, Malelo, can you hear me? Absolutely. Can you hear me well? I can hear you. Can you, have you got me? <laughs> can I hear you? You look freaking fantastic. Well, what we got going there, is that, is that like one of those, uh, so, oh, Robin, by the way, just before we get going, I'm not sure what you, you can see. I'm obviously, I'm in the boat. It's a, a K1, K2. Oh, though. you're paddling there. Yeah. The, I, I am paddling. I am paddling. Yeah. So, I, K1, I, K1. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I mean, obviously, aficionados like us, you know, we went to coast to coast in 2018 and just uh, uh, ripped it up. Um, what shirt are you wearing there? You look unbelievable. Oh, yeah, I'm rocking, rocking the flannel these days. Flannel. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Robin, did you are? Uh, this, um, I, it seems like you're talking about my past life. These days, I, I chill at home and wear trendy shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, what, when you were just... Smoking people, which is inevitably uh, going to happen again. But I mean, le- hey, listen, let's get into it. You have just become a mom. Let's maybe start there and work backwards. What's that whole life like? Yeah, it's, uh, um, I can't really remember what life was like before, um, but it's awesome. Yeah, it's, um, 
Uh, I think that's, uh, with, with adventure racing, um, where we race with no sleep, I think it's a kind of similar feeling. You, uh, you're on a high and you think it's awesome. Um, so got the sleep deprivation and, uh, I deliriously think life's, life's all, um, rosy and happy, I think. Um, oh, that's awesome. I go for a run and I think I'm, I'm really strong and I'm ripping up the trails and, um, yeah, I think at the outset in a few weeks time, I'm going to realize that I'm, I'm probably not, um, slightly delirious because of all the sleep deprivation but um, it's been it's been cool to get active again and now robin you are maybe one of the most so we've met i think twice um because i work in the lifestyle space i obviously i'm not allowed near uh the the thoroughbreds like you i just i'm just often the voice you, you know you don't want uh you don't want the talent mixing with the help really that, that that's what you don't want people <laughs> like you shouldn't mix with me but robin the, the cool thing about you is that i mean i i love people like you because you, you are a, a a lady of few words is you've always let the body of work take care of it. And you've never struck me as somebody who's speaking about themselves, even your social media. There, there's, there, there's no pretending there, right? It's, you, you said something now, uh, you said adventure racing just now. And Robin, for, uh, b- before we get to chatting about uh, what, what your adventures are leading you towards, number one, by the way, shout out to you for doing the greatest thing on earth, uh, bringing life onto earth. Uh, so shout out to you there. Is it a little girl or a little boy? So maybe, we should, maybe I should have started there, but maybe that's why I'm single. Yeah, it's a little girl. Um, her name's Maeve. Awesome, Maeve. Yeah, and it's been it's been really cool. Yeah, Maeve. Oh, oh, all right, no, that, that's M-A-E-V-E, awesome. M a e v e, Maeve. Yeah. Maeve. What is that? Irish? What do we got? Is it Welsh? Welsh because of yeah, Rob, Michael Owen. <laughs> it's 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 Irish. In fact, the name, but Owen is Welsh. That's correct. Um, yeah. mm. And there's no no particular family link to that. It's. Um, yeah, choosing a name, finding a name that both um, me and my husband liked was quite difficult, and um, Maeve hit it. Uh, I, I gotta be honest there, Robin, you just brought something up. I've always thought the lady should choose because, as the guy, we're not doing anything. Like, like, why does why does the guy get to choose? He should shut the hell up for nine months. You, your, I mean, your feet are getting sore. Like, why do guys think they should choose? <laughs> yeah, he's 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 making up for it now. He's. Um, <laughs> babysitting duty downstairs he's <laughs> he's been on laundry duty for the last seven months amazing <laughs> so, amazing dad's working pretty hard too that is that is awesome so but robin you said adventure racing just now um that's a world which i don't think a, a lot of people would know about i mean we're in the space so i just know about it because i'm fortunate enough to be near uh, people like yourself and the collins brothers and people like that so it's in my world so i i know what's going on but Maybe you could just give us a little insight for people who don't know who you are. When we say adventure racing, what is adventure racing? And, and generally, you can tell us the length of the, of, the, of the common event. Maybe we can start with the disciplines, what they are, and then maybe how long it is. So it's typically um, trail running, mountain biking, um, some paddling, and some surprise things. Sometimes some abseiling, some swims. Um, and you race as a team and you go, there's different distances. The main, the main event is the expedition style races, which is anything from three to eight days long. Um, and you race with a team, you navigate yourselves, you do everything together. Um, yeah, it's kind of total immersion in the wilderness and you don't, sometimes you, there's dark zones where you have to stop and sleep because it's dangerous to paddle in the, night for instance down a river um but mostly you race non-stop um you can stop and sleep when you like to if you'd like to um but yeah it's kind of just full-on single focus you've just got to move along the course um 
uh, yeah, as, as fast as you and the rest of your team can, looking after each other through generally quite a wild um, wild environment. Sometimes there's trails, sometimes it's off trail um, for a few days on end. It's yeah, complete escapism. Yeah, uh, I mean, and a lot of people hear you saying that. You see, what you because again, you're very, very humble. What people don't realize is, uh, I don't know if this is all event racing, but you you have to have a helmet. Like, like just to let people know exactly what what type of stuff we're talking about here is part of your compulsory gear is a helmet. Any sport that needs that lets you know that hey, it, it is for real. What's the wildest race you've ever done? Because we're talking between what two hundred and fifty and five hundred kilometer kilometer races, right? Yeah, some somewhere around there. Um, the distance obviously often doesn't really tell the give the full picture. Sometimes the you can have an eight hour eight hundred k race that's over in three or four days if the terrain's fast, and um, a four hundred k race can take you eight days if I mean, the, if the terrain's that. a little bit um, eight, so, more difficult. Sorry, um, uh, so Robin. Yeah. I mean, at this stage, I do need to alert you that uh, most of the people in the studio are all just yuppies from. Uh, the northern suburbs of Joburg. I've got a, a, saying, a guy from St. David's here, Senzel. Maybe you want to say uh, ask some questions of the legend that is Robin Owen. And so, 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 like, just so you know, what we're dealing with in terms of the yuppies here is that uh, the park run thing. They're like, we feel like it's an achievement because we're getting a smoothie. You've just said 800 Ks uh, for racing Senzel. Just your thoughts that a human being can do that? No, that's that's incredible. Like, but also, uh, firstly, hi, Robin. How are you? Hey, good, thanks. Good to meet you. Likewise, likewise. I see uh, you've done some things that, um, you know, the average human being can only dream of. Um, just on that one, which one, which uh, extreme race would you say is your favorite and why? Sure, that's that's tough. Um, probably like the, the wildest and the biggest from experience point of view was probably going to Patagonia. There's a race there called okay. the Patagonian expedition race that I was fortunate to do a few years ago. And that's, um, yeah, it's probably the, the wildest place I've been to. And it's quite a, and how long was, um, yeah, that was, um, yeah, that continue. one, that one was eight days. Um, yeah, it was probably, I think about 500 K or so. So you like, um, but to be completely immersed in the wilderness for eight days is it's pretty so when yeah, you, quite when a you, wild experience and quite special so so when you say you're busy like you're busy busy like you're doing real 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 life things eh? yeah <laughs> i could never not that i could never but like it must be it must be like mentally it must be it must be insane because like to you don't just get up and you do things like that you have to like commit and Sure, more than anything, it's a mental thing, and it's yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, it's like it's once you um, you just totally immerse yourself in it. You, there's a lot of preparation that needs to be done beforehand, um, but once you once you're there and you're in it, you you just just do what you need to do to keep going. It's um, yeah, I'm sure you would too. Yeah, yeah. Well, Robin, I, I I don't know about that. Is that I complain if my coffee is not warm enough at uh, at the coffee shop down the road. I'm not sure if I'm tough enough to just keep going. And most of us are not. But again, you are one of the most humble people in the world. So you will uh, every now and then notice me pull, pull you uh, pull you back and, and give you all the credit you deserve. Uh, before we get onto the otter, is that are you aware that you won the uh, the, the doozy five times? Um, I'm not sure if that's something that's that's actually happened to you uh, winning that whole thing five times. Yeah, it was quite a it was quite a long time ago. Um, <laughs> five, you you five that's times. A, that's a, Robin, I think there's I think probably some other people have won it more than that. Um, 
Yeah, but, well, I, I don't know them, but five is ridiculous, and I just that that that, that, that just lets me in that you, you are incredible. In 2016, um, I remember being there to watch you uh, break the record at the at the Otter, right? And I, I thought, I thought, who is this person? Like I knew about your doozy days, your adventure racing, but I thought there's no way over the marathon sort of mountain distance she's going to be able to carry that sort of endurance mindset, which is cool. Obviously, I was like, okay, there's a hero of mine. You're able to do that as well, and you said just now preparation. Is that everything for you when you're looking to do no matter what it is? There is Robin, of course. Oh, are you kidding me right now? Being a champion, Senza, how good does that look? <laughs> just crossing the finish line first. That's a boss photo. Everyone else that's going to come here is not getting the yellow ribbon. I've that already taken it. That is a boss it. photo, actually. Oh. If that was my pro- if, if I had a photo of myself there, that I'd never change it. You'd be unbearable. Senza would be unbearable if he had that. I mean, that is just a, just a champion. And, and Robin, you said it's a past lifetime, but the internet does not forget. Four, four hours, 49. Um so, so, Robin, I just want to introduce you to, to somebody else in the background who couldn't believe what I was saying because this morning, as we were kind of doing some prep, he said, um, yeah, my aunt or whatever did the, the Otter Trail. And I said, oh, was it, uh, was it like six hours? He said, no, 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 she hiked it, uh, which is about five days for those people who don't know. James, just your thoughts on the fact that um, a human being, what your aunt took five days to do, a human being did it um, in four hours and 49 seconds. Just your thoughts and uh, can you believe it or do you think this is the Matrix? Um, I'm, I mean this in the nicest way possible, um, <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, certifiably insane. That- <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. With all due respect, uh, Robin, you are certifiably insane. Yeah. James, that, that, that's the kind of a human being we're dealing with here, right? Is Robin, you, like, like you are a serious, serious person. And I, I just want to know from you as we as we move forward to the otter. I mean, it, it, it is a special thing, and I know the environment means a lot to you. I believe you did you do your masters in environmental sciences of of, of some sort? No, I'm, civil. Um, yeah, maybe I should. Maybe I should have. I'm an I'm an engineer. Yeah, oh, um, sure. maybe an undercover maybe Brains an undercover well. environmentalist. Brains as well. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. That's why you're married. Brains as well. I mean, toughest human being in the world, yeah. and also, you got your masters right in civil engineering. Yeah, yeah, that's no, nah, no, no, no big deal. Hey, nah. James, no big deal. I just want to show you someone, James. Maybe we can cut to James. Is this is a guy who went to AFTA and he thought that was hard. Not only is Robin uh, doing 800 kilometer races, James, she's got a, a full on BSc. So, Robin, there's there is no way we can compare to you. But let, let, let's move on to the business end. You 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 have been, as you said, you, you're you're a mom now. And uh, you are, you, you know, that, that beast of being a competitor, is that something you can ever turn off, Robin? I know you're a mom and that is special. I'm not just saying that to be cheesy. As, but, I, I mean, once you are, you are what you are, right? You are, you are what we call a thoroughbred. Th- that competitive nature in you is, is like, is, is that kind of starting to burn up again? Or, or are you pretty content right now and you're, you're going to come back and, and give yourself uh, the, the best opportunity at the Otter this year? Can, can, can you ever bury that competitive uh, nature? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't. Um, so it was a couple of, yeah, maybe less than two months ago. Um, I was with Berlin, who's one of the organizers of the Otter, and she'd brought up like, aren't you going to run the Otter? And at that point, I had hadn't really crossed my mind at all to do any racing. And then it, I guess it was a seed that fell on some fertile ground. And a couple of weeks later, I said, actually, could I take you up on that entry? Um, <laughs> it's been it's been really good for me to just kind of have the extra incentive to get out a little bit more. It's um, being mom is pretty hard work, but it's um, been nice to 
have the incentive to get out and make some time for myself um, over the past few weeks. So that's been pretty special. And the otters, um, really the, I guess it's the yardstick of marathon distance trail running in South Africa. And being a race I've done before, it's, yeah, I'm really curious. It'll be a nice yardstick for me to see now where I'm at with being a mom. It, as I said, it feels like a, like a lifetime away. Um, but I'm not quite sure yet whether I can merge the, the past life and the new life. Um, but I'm looking forward to getting a little bit of more of an idea of that um, at the Otter in a couple of weeks' time. And um, obviously, Robin, for people like you who uh, you're actually just, it's like a, a gazelle doing it, right? Us uh, sort of plotters um, are very, very different. Is do you, uh, the, the, the Otter, what makes it so special to you? Because I know why it's special to me, but for you, what is it about the Otter that separates it? Besides being obviously the premier race, I mean, the trail itself is I, I, just incredible, isn't it? The trail itself is amazing, um, and it's yeah, it's really a privilege to get to do that trail. Um, your friend there who's got his aunt did the trail, um, she'll probably know it. Like even to hike it, you've got to like get your get on the phone and book it a year in advance. Um, everyone wants to do it; it's not that easy to get it. Um, and likewise for the run, it's really a privilege to get an entry and to be able to get onto that trail. The trail itself is a sandbox's. Um, yeah, flagship trail. Um, it's really, really beautiful, really pristine. Um, such a privilege to be able to run on it. Uh, and the event itself um, is really well run. Um, it's a, it's a great atmosphere around the race. It's mm. the race that all the runners want to be at. It always attracts a good field of elite athletes, which is, which is really nice from a um, competitive point of view. I'm not generally very competitive in my everyday training, but it's really nice a couple of times a year to. Um, get together with the, the best athletes and measure yourself up and see where you sit. So, and that, that's a great, I mean, you, you could probably take my job as well because <laughs> you've just done an incredible segue into my next question <laughs> without even planning it, is that to, 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 to not only get to the top, so naturally we, we all, uh, people, people like yourself, is there is a natural genetic gift, but if you don't hone it, it doesn't matter. Take me through when you say I'm training. Do you deliberately? How do you train? Do you do you do hours on your feet per week? Will you be doing certain hours on your feet? Uh, do you need to do sort of climbing of mountains for the otter? How, how will you prepare uh, for for getting back on in the saddle uh, in what what is it now three weeks? Yeah. So this um, this time now is very different. I've got um, not not half as much energy spare as I would have had before. There's the it's obviously the time looking after the baby, but the um, I think uh, pregnancy and uh, breastfeeding is is pretty like it's behind the scenes, but your body's working pretty hard. Mm. Um, so I started um, maybe five weeks ago, and I sketched out for myself a rough plan of um, probably on average about four sessions a week, adding up to seven or eight hours in, in a big week and maybe three or four in the easier weeks. Um, but that's that's a fraction of what I would have done previously, but it's what I can feel I can handle now. Um, and it seems to be I'm feeling better now than I was a few weeks ago. I try to build the tra the runs that I do to be as similar as I can get to the otter. I try, like, rather than for other mountain events, I do, like, big climbs, big descents, and I've been doing some shorter climbs and more frequent ones in my runs. Um yeah, I think that's yeah. That's probably about it. I'm not very um, I'm not very rigid with my training at all. I don't look at a watch too much. I go mostly on feel, and um, if I'm not feeling it on a day, I try to listen to my body and I decide whether I'll try a little bit. Maybe is it just uh, my inertia, or is it really that my body's not feeling good? And um, 
So I, I try to get out, but I turn around every now and again, but I'm not feeling it. So we've discussed this already, uh, Robin, is that you've done a lot of winning, a lot of winning, <laughs> an incredible amount of winning. I've always, I'm always interested in winners. Uh, it can't just be everyone's training hard now. There's science for everybody. Like, is it just a mindset thing? Like, what kind of place? I've always wondered, people like yourself, is that last, I mean, when we, we all followed you when you were in New Zealand uh, with Coast to Coast. And, uh, you, you know, you're a hero to, to, to so many. T- talk me through maybe the last five kilometers of any race, no matter what distance. And you know you're winning and that, that there is that monster of there are world-class athletes behind you is – what is going on in your mind as you're doing that? I'm always interested in what winners are thinking. Yeah, I guess the last five k's is always it's just hanging on there, eh? mm. um, and you. It's kind of a it's a bit of a mental battle. You start um, your head starts playing the, the kind of your victory lap of you. You see yourself breaking the tape, and then you got to like turn that off and think actually that's that's still a few k's away. I've got to think about every step and. Yep, there's people coming behind you. You've got to try and not, not think about the finish line tape and not think about the people behind you and just kind of think about what you can do right now, which is, yeah, keep running. Not, not too hard though. Five Ks is still a way to go. You can blow yourself mm. from kilometer five to four to go. So, um, and I've made all those mistakes too. I've been, um, I have been winning races five with five k's to go and lost it with two k's to go. So. Oh, you're joking! Mm. Yeah. So sorry, Robin. It does make me feel no, a little better that great champions make mistakes. Where where yeah. was that? Oh, Joe. I think um, the first time I went to coast to coast, I lost it on the on the last cycle. Oh my goodness! Yeah, maybe maybe not five k's to go, but definitely the last ten percent of the way. Um, and then, you, and then you came back the next year and you, I mean, you raced your... Skyrun in Europe, chose Teokima, and I lost that with two Ks to go. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's part, of the, part of the process. Um, I, I like that you went back. With two Ks <laughs> yeah. to go as well. They've turned yeah. themselves better. Yeah, I, I, I like that you went back the next year and you put your elbow in the New Zealanders' faces and you said, uh, yeah, not like that. That's not how South Africans go out. And, and Robin, just before we let you go, and you've been awesome, by the way. Thanks so much for your, for your precious time, especially with the way, um, your, 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 um, kind of days are working out now. I just wanted to, to know is, look, you know, as much as we're joking around is what you, you do seem like a superhuman, right? They're like the, some of the things you guys do, but, if there's somebody out there listening who's like, I want to, I want to paddle, I want to do adventure racing, I want to, uh, you, you know, be able to traverse a, a 42 kilometer uh, sort of five day hike in in seven eight hours or whatever it may be for the re- what's realistic for me is that like what is your advice for people that just want to get started in in this kind of world? Is it more do you start with mindset or the physical side? What would be just a, a few points um, for, you, for you to give to people who, who'd want to one day do the otter, for, for instance? Oh, I guess you just got to, um, yeah, if anyone, if you if you want to do it, then, um, yeah, you're well on your way already. Um, you've just then just got to find, uh, look at where you start, where you're at, and take little steps to get there. So I guess the first thing would be finding a community if you've, never hiked or run before and you want to run the otter one day you got to find some other people who do that kind of thing around you mm. um yeah i start start where you're at start small and take it up in steps and it's yeah generally it's once you get there it feels like no big deal but um the yeah each, each step along the way is you just take the step and take the step and take the step and the next thing you realize you've you've come a pretty long way <laughs> 
Robin, are you, are you aware that your husband's name is exactly the same as a very famous Liverpool footballer? I'm pretty sure I'm not the first one to tell you that. Yeah. Yes, yes, I am. He actually, as a um, young schoolboy, he, he wrote the other Michael Owen a letter to say, um, <laughs> hey, I've got the same name as you. <laughs> I think he got a default fan mail reply. <laughs> sure, man. Robin, it's um, you know, it is my honor to introduce you to, to, to people who may not know who you are. And I hope this isn't the last time you join us because you are friggin' awesome. And I'm, I'm looking forward to, um, to you. Just like, let's take results out of it, right? I'm looking forward to seeing you, I'm pretty sure, inspire yourself, but inspire all of us in a, in a couple of weeks. And just your closing words uh, on being, being able to get outside and, and be in nature. Yeah, thanks. Thanks very much for having me on the show. It's been great to chat to you guys. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting onto the Otter Trail. It's, I've been getting out into nature a lot more than I would have otherwise just because I've got the entry and I've got something to train for. So already, thank you very much to um, the Otter for that. And uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting onto the pristine Grail of Trail Trail in a few weeks. The Grail of Trail indeed. Robin Owen. Uh, James, uh, uh, what about this lady? What, what, what about what, we, what we're dealing with here? I mean, <laughs> uh, Jimbo, talk me through just before we let Robin go. Is she, the way she just said, "Yeah, it was just eight days, kind of like eight hundred kilometers." Uh, hey, your thoughts, uh, Robin? So, I don't know how much you heard from our previous conversation while you were were waiting during the break, but we were talking about me and uh, how I picked up weight. I can't get up my stairs without being out of breath <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a it's a it's inspiration though isn't it jimbo it's it's an incredible um i genuinely didn't believe mkt when he had told me your times for for certain runs and you know com- compared to their length and stuff and i just think I, it it honestly takes a lot to to keep yourself in it and to keep yourself going while you're running and th- that to me in itself is just wow well said Jimbo uh, ladies and gentlemen uh, you know it's, South Africans are a humble bunch and uh, and Robin is this but it's been an absolute honor to have an, uh, a certified legend and she doesn't say it just go and look at the body of work so you don't need to get emotional about it or that Go and look at the body of work and tell me it's not a certified legend. And we should be extremely proud of this lady. And to have her back for me as a runner, as somebody who aspires to stay fit, is an absolute inspiration. Robin, uh, you're a hero to me and um, to many out there. And it's been an absolute honor to have you on the show today. Great. Thanks for having me. Look forward to seeing you, Tata. Yes. Just so, uh, take it easy, Robin. I mean... Senza, just before we go to break, that lady's for real. No, she's serious, and she's so understated. Like she's, she's, she's almost like embarrassed of what she's achieved, and you can see, like she's uh, people like that. People like that don't don't come about often, dude. That's a real champion. Nah, it's like that. She's she's for real, for real. She's serious. For real, real. She's 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 about it. About it, about it. As Senza would say, ladies and gentlemen, we will bring you a series of um, interviews from the Otter. So that's uh, number one is in the can. One of the greatest. South African athletes of all time has just joined us. Cannot wait to see her um, again at the Otter very, very soon. We're, we're about three weeks out now. We'll bring you uh, the legendary Ryan Sands. He will be with us. He will join us on um, Wednesday. 
So we'll keep churning them up. And we've got a couple of really, really interesting ones. So keep an eye on our social media. Uh, keep an eye on the Otter uh, African Trail Run. You can look at their social media uh, for what's coming up, what's next, who's going to be on the show. And then I'll, I believe it or not, for whatever reason, and I hope they keep doing it, is they have employed me to go and work at the event. Um, so that is an honor every single year. And I'm not just saying it to be one of those people for Instagram. It is out of a movie. That trail is out of a movie, folks. Sometimes you, if you go deep enough into the trail, literally a whale is, I am not joking when I say 10 meters from you, they are there. And you, you, hey, listen, if you were brave enough, you could, t- you literally touch them. So it is one of the most protected pieces of land in the world and it is exquisite. So I cannot wait to get down there. Uh, Robin Owen, the great Robin Owen, ladies and gentlemen, the MKT show. Uh, we got plenty on the other side. Cliffcentral.com. What's Owen on? What's Owen on? See, those are those are those are my friends and people that I work with. Those that's what they think of my puns. If you don't get it, you got to listen to the rest of the podcast to realize what I've just done. Not your best work, but it's Monday. I'll give you the lyric. What's Owen on? You know what I'm saying? No, I don't know what you're saying. You, 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 you're you about that. James, no, James, what's Owen on? What's what's Owen on? James is having none of it. He's not even going to come on camera. Uh, I, I'm very, very proud of what I... James, look. Here's here's my thing, right? You know, I thought we, we had a moment and James is going to get healthy and do that whole thing. And yeah. now you've hurt me. Sure. I feel betrayed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I don't want to work out anymore and it's your fault. Because her, her name's Robin Owen. Yes, we got no, that. No, 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 no. We, we got, got that. But, but do you know what, James, do you know what you should have hit him with? You should have hit him with the, with the Jonah Hill. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't it, fam. Nah. What's Owen on? All right, well, I'll ask her. I'll send her a message after this and say I brought the show back, uh, revolutionizing broadcasting. And uh, who cares what you bums say anyway? Okay, Whatever. You. you guys can't even do an 800k race. So uh, who cares with that? You guys are trying to hurt my feelings. Can't do an 800k race. Okay. Yeah. I don't care. Give me two years. Yeah, you reckon? It's because Give me two years. Seriously? Don't say stuff if you're not going to do it. Give me two years. Will you do an adventure race in two years' time? Give me two years. To do what? No, no, let it roll. To do an adventure race. Okay. So, James, we're going to clip this. Uh, Adventure races, the smaller ones, uh, is about 150Ks, but it is brutal murder, by the way. Uh, As you said, I mean, you heard her say, there is no sleeping there. Give me two years. So, it's it's not murder on the dance floor. It's just No, that's Sophie Ellis-Bexter. Um, did see her live. Great show. Great show lady, by the way. But I do like what you did there, James. So you reckon, because I also want to be a trailblazer. You know what I mean? So you would have to actually blaze the trail by um, running on the trail. So uh, you're saying what? Give you two years. Two years. And you'll do an adventure race. I'll, go, I'll do one with you. I don't do adventure racing. I do. I only do trail running. Okay, cool. But like. So what you'll do, do you want to do adventure racing or trail running? Which one? Which Baby steps first. Trail running. What distance? Baby steps, like what's... So, I mean, you got to do 22Ks. That's baby steps. Okay, cool. 22, uh, how long? No, to, but 22Ks... You no, can, not for two, okay. Uh, by May next year. You got to May, May next year. May cool. next year. All right, James, we're going to clip this. Uh, we're going to put it out there. Senzo Sitebe commits to doing a 22K mountain run, Whoa. by the way. <laughs> must be very clear. That's a trail race, 22K. Okay, <laughs> you said it. Uh, what is the hashtag for today, James? Uh, today's hashtag Oh, is, no, Mike. No, Mike. What is going on in the back there? It's because our sound guy is sitting here on his phone. 
Yeah, it's going to happen. Wow. Unprofessional. Uh, but all of you guys, all three of you guys, unprofessional in the back there. Because, uh, yeah, James, I like that you blamed him, but you guys win as a team, you lose as a team. You know what I'm saying? It's true. I mean, I, I, I know I did blame him, mm-hmm. um, then. and that was wrong of me. I do take full responsibility for my actions. Yeah. Um, oh, that's not me. you as me. It's all just going wrong. Unprofessional, just the whole lot back there. Um, but the hashtag today is what, James, and why? Uh, so today's hashtag is Tuesday is the new Monday. Um, and that's because Friday is public holiday in South Africa. That's very true. What holiday is it? South Africans, what? We work too hard? We need another holiday. What, what is the holiday? Uh, people are... I don't know if it's called National Friday no. now or Heritage Day. I don't know what it's called. No, no, what no, it's no, called. no. It's Heritage Day. It's not Friday, guys. It's Heritage Day. But, got- but who cares? We made it all up. Like, I, I love that people get sensitive about Heritage, Milk Day. Who cares? Human beings made a milk calendar. Day. Like, like, people get so emotional about it. Like, what are, you, like are people actually going to go, if you, like, you're Zulu, you're not going to do anything, right? I'm close. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to bribe the Oaks and maybe watch the football. So, uh,. You'll be happy to know. Well, that's not for you to say. But they used to call it Chagas Day. Uh, You'll be happy to know that we're also getting another public holiday in about a month's time. In a month's time? Well, why? What did we do? Elections. It's on the 1st of November. It's elections. You do need to vote, James. Are you registered? I am registered. Since are you registered? Yeah, I'm registered to vote, but I... Let me... You've got to vote. You've got to vote. You've got to vote. Yeah. You just got to vote. Otherwise, you can't complain. Huh? So it's one oh, of those. So, so I must vote so I can. Go. But like you know. No, you should complain. Plus, you are very close to a German person. You know what the German people say: Germany only works because we're the best at complaining. You yeah. must complain. Complaining is a good thing. No, but you got to vote. You got to vote. Don't even think about it. Just vote. Yeah, I get it. Okay, do you not. My 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 thing is behind voting and everything. Yes. If you don't vote, you must go to work. <laughs> no, it's true though. I'm with you. I'm well, with you. You're not just going to get a free holiday because you know the, no, it's no it's a hot. Wait, hang. Wait, hang on. Hang on. Question. Yeah. There's no logic in that, though. What do you mean there's no logic in because, it? Because, so, so Friday's Heritage Day, right? Yes. Yeah. And I know some people aren't accepting of it being National Bride Day, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. But then technically, if it was National Bride Day, everyone would have to bride. If you didn't bride, you'd have to go to work. No, right? listen, 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 listen. You, you're getting me wrong. To vote is something totally different, dude. Yeah, like, I don't know what James is trying to say. I don't know what you're on. You see, oh, so James, are you, are you asserting brying and voting? voting? You're putting them hand in hand. No, no, no. I'm saying I, is. I would suggest the one is a little bit more important to things like, I don't know, civil rights. Yeah, no, and also what, what people went through to get to get people to vote and all that. Like, Yeah, because you just go to Woolworths to get Borables. Some people died so I could vote. So mm. Can you see how those are different? But what were you actually saying? What After, I was saying is, is what it sounded like Senzo was saying is that whatever the public holiday is, you have to do it or else. <laughs> no. Like if it's national, I don't know. Let's use real ones. Let's, uh, let's say, okay, let's say youth day. There are old people out there. So like what? They, yeah, I don't uh, know, bro. That's what it sounded like yeah, you were saying. You, no, I said the voting, the voting one. Like if you don't vote. So since we're talking about voting. So if you don't vote, right? You should go to work because, like, there's who who enforces that? Because huh? aren't the cops watching the polling station so guys don't cheat or whatever? How would we enforce that? I, I like where your head's at. Yeah. Because I first of all, I, I just wish we could vote online and just get back to work. But okay, obviously that's not going to happen. Um, how do we? But what enforce about people that? with no computers and stuff? Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. 
Yeah, so not everybody's privileged to be sitting in front of a computer. We don't have the internet. What about people, you know, in very rural South Africa? Yeah, they yeah. can't vote at all. You see, now you're taking away their their. No, yeah. that's uh, okay. That, that, that's but then fair. again, I hear what you're saying because there are other people who do have to work on days that we vote. And so, James, I think Senzo made a good point though. Is now that you've enforced a ridiculous rule, we might as well go with it. Is what what do we do on Youth Day? Do old people just get pushed into a river, like for being old? <laughs> How do we celebrate the the youth, like organically, so, so also, that so that we ain't lying? And w- Women's Day, what? So dudes, we don't care what you just. Yeah, do, do, do men no. have to go till the field? Yeah, there you go. You see, you what really, I was, you didn't really think about what you were saying. This is why I said it sounded like it wasn't logical because. I had the same questions. What do you do when it's Youth Day? Mm. But then he explained what he meant, voting and all of that stuff, and now it makes sense. Okay. Well, Are you sure I wasn't the only one that thought that, though? Mm. I think most people can... It's something called... Uh... Oh, James, as you know, guy from Denmark, Soren Kierkegaard, obviously Christian he's one... Christian Eriksson. He... Oh. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Who's fine, by the way? Breaking news. Christian Eriksson is fine. Can we stop? Okay, so yes, but a guy who was born just before him, James, just before him, a guy called Soren Kierkegaard, he gave us a modern day a, a sort of existential thought is that, you know, we can think about uh, sort of the validity of voting and youth day with its own cause and roots. So it's called existential thinking. We don't have to, because um, you, you've made the classic, as you know, only too well, uh, causation correlation error there. Um, and you've just correlated, oh, okay, you're not there all um, public holidays. Let's, let, let's just throw a blanket over all of them. And that's, that is absolutely ridiculous. I, I was actually going to mention uh, Kierkegaard, but I didn't want it to go over your head, you know? <laughs> wow. And this is the guy who said, okay, never mind. No, James, I hear you. And you are thoughtful. You're in a very thoughtful space in your life right now, just going in terms of your health and, and things like that. Uh, Guten Kosi has just messaged in on YouTube, which you can do as well if you're watching this live. Should we have mandatory voting uh, like in Australia? I, I don't think we should be replicating anything Australia does. Uh, <laughs> yes. If the lockdown has showed us anything, is there is no ways I would ever... I wouldn't pay to live in Australia uh, with the tyranny some of their um, civilians are living under, just like shutting down a whole country for one COVID case. So I, I'm not big on replicating anything Australia is doing. Maybe some of their public service is pretty good, but no thank you. Yeah. Like, no thank you. But... Okay, never mind. Like, never mind about Australia. But do you think voting should be mandatory? Absolutely. Uh, no, no, no. Because I don't think everybody should. Uh, much in the spirit of Socrates, uh, not every vote should count the same, and not everybody should vote. It should okay, be. So there should be an intelligent test. So whose who's, who's vote should count more? Uh, the smarter you are. So we take how much you contribute to the society and also your academic achievements in certain fields. So I'm not having after kids getting the same vote as Robin, who's a BSc student. Sorry, you, you do you do you do a BA. Your vote counts way less than somebody who's doing a, a, a BSc in accounting. Way less. I like no, but then, way less. But the, but then it needs to be sort of standardized, right? So like, not just because I have a BA from AFTER and that guy over there has a BA from like UJ. No, that, no, no. BA. All of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you get half the count, the votes. You get bugger all. Yeah, the BSc the BSc <laughs> yeah, guys were in the long grass. They get more. They just. Like, I, and I wouldn't want to argue about it. It's just like, okay, if you can do mathematics, you get more of a say. Simple. Because BA, you yeah, can't you're do You're a neurosurgeon. Yeah. Oh, you, in fact, you get to decide what color the pen is that we vote with. Exactly. It would actually make a stronger, like, uh, society as a whole. 
Now, yeah. listen, uh, you, you, we're starting to get into political, what they call political eugenics there. So we're getting into the long grass. I am being a bit facetious, I think. Uh, yeah, you're uh, being uh, very facetious. Obviously, it's not. Um, voting is far too complicated. So, so Socrates said not every vote should count the same, and I agree, but it's a complicated conversation. Uh, but I just I don't oh, think uh, it's fair that uh, an after kid gets the same vote as a neurosurgeon. I just it, it, like it, it just can't work. You know what I mean? I get you. No, I get you. So um, that is what that is. Uh, but no, we we should have to vote because too many people. And I just care about South Africa. I don't care what they do in Australia. True. Too many people have died, literally, uh, and I don't mean killing themselves working. But too many you, people have died for us to have a democracy. Do you know? Do you know exactly? Do you know? But I don't get people that say, "Oh no." Um, I'm not interested in politics. Well, whether you like it or not, you kind of have to be interested. No, in do, you, do you like Doritos? Yeah. Then I say, I always say to those people, do you like Doritos? What's the answer often to the blue Doritos? Do you like those? Yeah. Then do. you're in politics, mate, because exactly. in, in order for Doritos to get to South Africa, Every- you're in politics. It's Thank economy. Thank you very much. You hit the nail on I, the head. I love how people do that. Like, oh, I don't want politics. Like, like you don't hey, have, do, have you ever had petrol in your car? Exactly. You're in politics. Yeah, have you ever bought anything? Oh, you're alive? Yeah. Have people bought anything from the store? Have you ever have you ever lived a, a day? You're in politics because there is there is policing so that raving lunatics don't come and slash your throat. Politics. Uh, are you a free person? Yes. You're not in jail. Why? Politics. Because you want a law abiding what? Yeah. Citizen. I'm with you. Do, hey, you got an ID? Politics. So uh, you, you, you're in it whether you like it or not. All right, let's move away from politics because we actually don't know anything about well, that on the we show. Know. We have no idea what we're talking about. Talk to me about something which is way more difficult and complex and, and more reliable, uh, social media. So I saw this one tweet from, from a prominent um, British broadcasting station. Let's hear it. It said, what's the most iconic Premier League era? Mm-hmm. And it's got like from 92 to 99. And then it's got like uh, the from 2000 to 2004. Then it's got like the yeah. So and it got me thinking, and I was like, which one? Which one was 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 like really blockbuster? And which one is the one for you? Ooh, that's a good one. So 92 to 99, I'd love it. Obviously, Kevin Keegan throwing <laughs> away the it. title. That's Alan Shearer holding the trophy. If you're watching with us on YouTube, uh, Blackburn. If you didn't know, I think that's 1993. I believe they won it. 94. 94. That's David Beckham with the famous goal against Wimbledon mm-hmm. there. From the halfway line. On opening day. Um, so absolute cracker. He wore number 10 back then. Uh, the next era, 2000 to 2004. Not really an era if you look at it there. They've just basically that's an Arsenal fan who works at Sky Sports who's decided <laughs> that one has to matter. That's four years. And there's Mourinho. Uh, and Jose Mourinho. And then there is the rest with Aguero. That's tough to say, isn't it? You chat like you're a nice guy. I'll see you on the field. There That's it is. Roy Keane. Uh, old Roy Keane. Uh, you'd have to say whatever that one is after 04, probably that Keane-Vieira when they really started to tear into each Keane, other. Keane-Vieira. So Mourinho. from 99 till about 2006 is yeah, where Mourinho, it was at. Mourinho's upsetting that Apple card. Yeah, now Gerard was also like apexing yeah. and then Xabi Alonso came along. Then, then, then this one kid, I don't know if you've heard of him, um, Cristiano Ronaldo said, listen, this yeah. is me. That's the era. That's the yeah, one. That's the one. Yeah. Although even before Ronaldo, I think is the one because Ronaldo arrived at Man United when oh three after Beckham. Yeah, so that era. Yeah, that era. Just yeah. before. Yeah. Because then it it kind of lost it. It went a little bit soft because then you had Keane, Vieira, yeah, Fabregas, yeah. Henri, Wiltord, yeah. Terry, Mourinho. Like, how are you feeling about the era that we're in now? Disillusioned. Okay. Disillusioned. It's What's uh, I, because. Th- 
listen, it's become a family show, right? Is that I don't get to see Roy Keane snarling anymore. Like, like pizza gate. You don't the, the, get to see people drink pizza at each other. Yeah, because they've turned it into it's a family show, right? True, and I, listen, I, I love the football, but the stuff around it used to be so cool when Vinnie Jones, when I was growing up, Great then Roy Keane, you, you know, as I was a teenager. Like, because I, I love sport, a big part of life for me, I don't like people who are not aggressive. Like, I mm, like aggression. Mm. And for me, I function well in hyper-masculine environments. It's, it's where, like alpha I said... Dogs. You want to see the real alpha dogs. It's why I love boarding school. Like, let's, you want to see who the like, apex is. And let's punch each other. Like, I like that. So I'm biased, you, you, you know, to Roy Keane. I idolize that kind of leader. Now, I understand that people today will it's say that's bullying and that's whatever, which is fine. And now it's just become too big of a product to... to you just can't be Roy Keane anymore. Yeah. So my thing is... And you? No, what do I think of this era? This era... What's your favorite era? Maybe let's, let's keep it positive. From about like... 99. Mm-hmm. You know, when Spice Boy was doing his thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, to about like... That United team, like that, that three... So from 3P to 3P. So that's 07 to 09. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're unstoppable. That's with Vidic, Ferdinand. But also the thing is, as well now, it wasn't just like... Also, it was cool to see like Ferguson, how he, how he, how he was going to deal with the Mourinho, with the Mourinho thing, because it got to him. Yeah. You could see it got to him. Like, he's like, yo, there's this guy, and then I can't shake him. The, the only thing I don't like about that is that I never got to witness us win at Stamford Bridge quite a lot, so... Yeah, that, that's when that's when the dynasty. That, that that's when when Stamford Bridge was like a proper fortress. No team wanted to play Chelsea. And you didn't want to you didn't want to go to the bridge. Thomas Tuchel might say I'm building that again. Not sure he'll Dude, last. Lo- yeah, no, that, you guys some, are serious. Eh? Something's going on there. Uh, you guys are serious. We'll talk about it tomorrow. I mean, I'll give you where I was right, where I was wrong tomorrow because something's going on there. After what I watched yesterday, yesterday. Second half, they bullied Tottenham. It, it wasn't even a quality it thing. It could have been seven 0 But it was like it was ugly for Tottenham because. Mm. They really got bullied in that second half. It, it was actually at a stage it was it was cringy. Do you think they lie down or do you just think Chelsea? No, they, just they got too beat. It, it, and it wasn't even a technical thing. When Conte came on, they they they, they bullied them into submission. But the thing is, it's like Chelsea didn't even break stride in sec- like in, in the second half. It's because you, you know when Conte came on, that's when you saw Ndombele, You ain't it. Nothing. Because it's... then Conte said, "No, no, no, guys, enough mucking about here. Let, let, let's do it just, properly." Just the last thing on this, last point on this. I feel sorry for Hugo Lloris. Hugo Lloris didn't have a bad game yesterday. It's just that, hey, it's, it's serious. Like now you're seeing Chelsea, like they're saying, guys, we are head and shoulders above every team in London. It's not even close. And that's what I think our best forward when he's playing is Christian Pulisic. I, honestly, I don't forget Lukaku, forget I like Havertz, I like Werner. When Pulisic's on, if, if he comes back fit, then I think the league has something to worry about, but I, I can't trust his health. So I'm not sure Chelsea are ready to challenge City or, no, no, no. or, or, or Liverpool. I, I, I'm not sure. There's something missing. There's something else. Still, Lukaku, uh, I know his health can go. Uh, if Pulisic comes back and we unleash, because Sadio Mane and um, who, who, uh, what's it, Mo Salah, they fit. They play all season. And they do, and they do it. Eh? I don't know if Pulisic, because Pulisic's the X factor. He's the. He takes it to the over the top. We'll talk about that tomorrow, though. Yeah, that, that'll be good. Good talk, talking topic tomorrow. I mean, I mean, I'm excited for that for that chat actually. All right, to James, to um, the other West uh, guy from the West there. 
his black uh, t-shirt. His name's Ryan to uh, welcome in the back to Senzo to Robin Owen. To you, uh, who, who else did we have on the show today? We, uh, we had Brad Phillips. Rich. Shout out to James committing uh, his life to, uh, to a man, uh, to the camera floor wizard here. That is Sipo, uh, a man who, um, you know, has joined us. You know, now a lot of people are saying, hey, being a closer person, am I nervous that uh, a tribe that tried to burn down the country, uh, just bringing Zulu people in here, am I nervous about that? Absolutely not. I'm not nervous about it uh, because as we, as the closest did before, we will always remain undefeated we will always remain undefeated they can burn down all the malls they want but they will not take our spirit what do you think of that as a as like a speech like a closing speech for war no, because the thing is now now you now you're single 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 yeah you're are you saying i'm tribalist yeah you're and i will and not you, apologize for and you're picking a fight with a zulu person because you know what i will do by the way you're i'm brave i'm typically closer as well is i will not stay loyal i will move to bedi as soon as the heat gets turned up on closer people <laughs> You better believe it. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is MKT. This has been the MKT Show. What a what a great way to start a Monday, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Uh, hey. You set the bar high. You know what I'm saying? Monday. Uh, tomorrow we'll be back. The MKT Show, ladies and gentlemen. For now, we are the hell out of here. Cliffcentral.com Hey, what's happening? It is your hostess of the mostest, MKT here uh, from the infamous MKT show, live on Cliff Central Sport on YouTube. Catch myself and many other passionate sports fans, enthusiasts, uh, maniacs, live on YouTube every day from 12 till 2 p.m. Central African time and from 3 to 5 live on the Cliff Central app, cliffcentral.com or wherever you may consume Cliff Central's content. In case you missed the live stream, the MKT Show is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, like, share, subscribe. Be a friend, tell a friend. If you're joining us for the very first time on YouTube, hit that button. The button is below. Get involved in the comment section. This is Mbulelo Kaele Tutinta, and I approve this message. Yes, you can.